1: Then my doja kosher game over, soldier I'm cooling be on the sofa Niggas is poses and I'm the sculptor Don't mean it so soldier, but fuck the bullshit. I feel them the dopeness and proper dosage I crank up the focus to get it amplified fill it in the ceiling for stilling the bigger You live. live Damn it, Bill, let me,
2: man, let me finish my line uh, This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast It is Wednesday, February 14th 2018 Valentine's Day Uh, I'm your host Travis Bryant and uh, joining me uh, is my co-host extraordinaire uh, Cameron Hawkins Uh, Cam what's going on
3: not too much sir how are you
2: doing good Uh, how are things are you how are how are things on this Valentine's Day
3: things are well on Valentine's Day Um, I think maybe and you might have read it earlier I have not A cool little Valentine's story uh, For today Um, Sometimes Valentine's surprises are easier When your significant other Is easily uh, Upset (laughs) So yeah Valentine's Day Is pretty good so far though Good stuff
2: Sounds good Um, I see Rich is uh, (laughs) Continuing his, his Weird Egyptian thing That we were talking about just a little bit ago got me looking looking crazy um yeah so um boy we've got uh some things happening, not all good uh, on on t v in the last uh in the last week, so we'll get into all the uh sorry all the topics and trending topics of the week uh let me uh Give out all the pertinent information first. Uh, if you want to call in and talk to Cam and myself, you got to hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Give us a call at 347 202 0103. Once again, that's 347 202 0103. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email uh, anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed, so you can always uh, shoot us an email: eastcoastaudioshow at gmail dot com. Eastcoastaudioshow at gmail dot com. We've got a uh, couple of uh, couple of uh, non VIP questions already, or emails already. We've got one from Mike, who's uh, from Grand Rapids, who's usually a uh, VIP guy, but, uh, or question asker, commenter, but he's got something specifically that he wants, um, uh, Cam's opinion on, so we'll get to that in a little hey. bit. And, uh, oh, oh, and if you're listening live, uh, check out the, uh, oh, well, we'll get to it, the Facebook fan page, because, uh, Cam is, uh, broadcasting live from the Facebook fan page. Um, but, yeah, so call us, email us, hit us up on Twitter. That's another option. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Uh, you can find my personal Twitter at Travelord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. And, uh, get that retweet in. And, uh,. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got some, some poll results. We've got some headlines in a little bit. So yeah, find us on Twitter. Uh, talk to us there. Some decent conversation uh, about this week's uh, uh, poll results and, and just the poll itself uh, going on in the last uh, few days. Interesting, interesting stuff. Man, people are opinionated. We got a got a young lady to. Even join the uh, join the conversation. Um, so yeah, so again, check us out on Twitter at East Coast Cast. And uh, finally, the last bastion of good added. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com dot com slash East Coast Cast. And there, you can uh, again. It's just another way to communicate with us and the fan base. You guys talk to each other about us and what we say here. So drop an article, a meme, things like that. There, uh, like the page, share it on your timeline. That that whole that whole Facebook thing. And uh, yeah, I, I th- we had a like this week, but I almost think it's like a Russian bot, <laughs> you know. But who's the, who? Who who am I to be picky, right? Yeah, like, right. Are you enjoying I'm the a show, a show? Man, I'm not a of <laughs> Um, So, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. It's just, yeah. I mean, I KCHA, Kacha, Kacha, Kacha. And then the last name's even, yeah. So, Kacha, or Kacha. I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't want to be butchering your name, which is too late. Um, but if you're a real person, welcome to the show.
0: If you're uh, a real person.
2: To the page. Yeah. 28 friends. Oh, not Russian bot. Uh, a Saudi bot. Maybe.
4: <laughs> this is
2: all Arabic. Oh, boy. What kind of list am I on now? And is the show on oh, now? Jeez. But anyway, yeah. welcome to the show. Anyway, everybody, <laughs> share the page, like the page. <laughs> Take your pals in it. That whole deal. Uh,. Oh, geez. Get out of here. Um, so, yeah, Cam, headlines, uh, poll results, what we got?
3: Start us off. Probably, um, you know, the biggest thing is not something that's necessarily confirmed, but going forward, it'll definitely affect uh, the way that we can kind of talk about this stuff and the things that we watch. watched. Um, apparently, it's going around that they're looking at ending Brand-specific pay-per-views uh, starting in May.
4: Um, yeah.
3: And yeah, I mean, what we asked was pretty simple. Um, just finish the sentence. Uh, the end of single-branded pay-per-views is. I um, mean, there are three options: good thing, bad thing, and makes no difference. Um, it's literally a poll split in half between good thing and other. Fifty um, percent um, people say it's a good thing. Twenty-seven percent a bad thing, and twenty-three percent makes no difference. Um, and yeah, we did get um, some pretty interesting comments about that. Um, you know, the first one from my man Mark was, um, "Are we still getting to a month? Meaning, like, if we get to a month, still, it's still going to be the same matches twice." Um, and I was like, "No, that does make sense." So you think they'd have to lead to some type of cutback if that were the case. Um. Somebody said uh, David, who's been kind of frequent um, interacting with us on Twitter, said, "Um, you know, eliminate the brands, combine the titles, limit TV exposure for everybody, and we don't need to see everybody Monday or Tuesday. Um, more matchup options." And I and I kind of agree with that. I think there should be less titles. Um, and I think um there should be a better rotation of who's on TV. Um, but I, I still think. That, um, like I'm not against a brand split because even though I'm with limiting exposure, you have so many people under your umbrella. You know what I mean? Like, there are so many people who compete. Um, like I don't know how you have all those people on the road at once doing nothing. Like, to me, that's just a recipe for disaster. Like, I don't think that that's the best way to go about anything. Um, you know, outside of that, it was you know people talking about the length of pay per views. Like Carlos was talking about that, like four hour pay per views on the regular. Oh my like, god, I hope not. Um, I don't want pay per views <clears throat> to be longer just because they're pulling from one talent pool. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's about the extent of what people were saying. They seem to be in favor of it because it means that um, you know you don't have as many retread matches. You don't have as many um, you know repeated acts. So. Kind of get that, but yeah, I think it's interesting. It's right down the middle between a good thing and everything else. So. It doesn't matter, huh. or
2: every, or yeah, the field.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, I voted for it's a bad thing. I was one of the whatever twenty-seven percent.
3: Uh, you, you went against the grain.
2: It, uh, I, I sense you're being sarcastic. There you
0: go.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, but I always vote early because, you know, I obviously get the alert as soon as it goes out. Um, but I, I, I don't – I why not make those better, <laughs> right? Like, you have enough talent. It's because I bet if this poll was taking if, – if they decided to – well, it wouldn't make sense uh, – oh uh, well, maybe, but if they decided there was a when SmackDown was good, say say your words, Travis. When SmackDown was hitting on all cylinders, people wouldn't be so apt to go. It's a good thing. Fifty percent of you know almost three hundred and seventy people that voted. Like, what makes it a good thing? Like, I get okay the, the retread matches. I, you, what that's that's going to cut down? We're not going to get. Re- I'm not. Willing to fool myself into thinking that, and are we going to get? I'm just afraid of out of matches, out of context, or not out of context. I, I'm really not sure why. I I think it's a bad thing for real. For real, I don't have a solid explanation. I just think you fix what you have right now. It's not a bad form format, I don't think. I think if SmackDown was a good show consistently and was leading to good pay-per-views and they weren't stuck in this Brian, Daniel Bryan chain mess, I think the, the vote would be a little less uh, one-sided for, for it's a good thing.
3: If I can kind of go along with what you're saying, um, kind of how I interpret it things. Though how I interpret a vote saying it's a bad thing or doesn't make a difference is like this. Just because they combine pay-per-views, that doesn't automatically mean the storytelling includes. So right. if they had one less pay-per-view a month, and, you know, technically half of the feuds on SmackDown and half of the feuds on Raw, give or take, of what are going to be presented each month. So what that means is they'd have to do a better job of telling those stories out on TV because they don't get the handicap of having a pay-per-view match for every feud. So, you know, I think a vote for, it doesn't make a difference or a vote for a bad thing, is an indictment on the writing saying that this doesn't mean the way they tell the stories is going to improve. So, I mean, that's fair. Like, you don't, we're talking about, fixing one problem, not the amount of effort they'd have to put into fixing more than one thing. So I get it. Um, I, I still think it's a good thing, but that is me having the faith that they improve on other things
4: as well. So I understand. Definitely. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean it's just it's been a little it's been a it's been a while since we've had that format where it's no brand specific stuff, uh I mean, but it went brand specific because the roster split, right? Like, didn't they kind of do that around the same time, like summer 16? Like, they did the split in July, Uh and and, and Dean Ambrose, you know, won the title. They created the universal title at SummerSlam in August. You know, that's a long time ago, (laughs) 18 months, whatever, but didn't they kind of Immediately go into SmackDown only pay-per-views and Raw only off-brand, off-brand. You, you know, not sure how feasible that would you know if that immediate that would have been. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. Damn. Something used to be so good at with those matches and when they have it, and who's on it and stipulations, and well, you know, yeah, so but i i i think I don't know again, I'm not making the best argument for for my side why I think it's a bad thing, but
3: you know uh, I mean rich has a good point, um Rich jumped in saying he voted it was bad, um because if they do like if uh pay per view consolidation leads to title consolidation. Then you have a situation where, you know, in AJ Styles, who's, you know, widely considered to be the best thing about WWE TV, at least in ring, um, he's relegated to being behind Roman Reigns, and so he's spinning his wheels, and he's back in an IC title, U.S. title contention. Like, hopefully, like, I mean, and it would be weird. Like, to be fair, it would be strange if the pay-per-views are joint and there's two world titles. That's weird. Like there's the
2: right, that's what I'm saying. It's been a while since we've had that mm-hmm. format.
3: Yeah, so so and, I
2: And 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 then are we gonna then you know, remember Edge and Del Rio opening up pay per views with their title on the line, you know, defending their yeah. world title? We're gonna get that with A J, like what the fuck? Yeah, uh, so so it definitely
3: like like and like I was saying, like when I saw the votes for um like the the bad or the indifferent votes, my thing kind of was it doesn't automatically mean the writing improves. And so, you know, do you get back to one world champion? Is one title view bigger than the other? Does that mean less attention on feuds? So, ooh. I dig it. Like I went right through with
2: Kim, Where does this fit in, if at all? Ooh, geez, uh, Sarah Logan, you got to be better than that. Where does this fit in? Uh, If at all, with Triple H, you know, uh, having more responsibility with 205 Live and presumably SmackDown, you know, Vince is slowing down. Like, it was said outright. He stepped away from 205 Live. Triple H has outright, you know, control of the creative on that show now. Um, But with SmackDown, it it was nowhere near as definitive as that. It was like... Uh, you know, we're in a, you know, we'll be stepping back a little bit. Yeah. Not outright like, yeah, no, I'm out of here. You, you do this 205 stuff. Uh, so does this, this, this announcement with the pay-per-views schedules and the, and, and that, that stuff, does this have anything to do? Uh, and if not directly, is there, can it be looked at as a, oh, this is why it can be a good thing or this is why it can be a bad thing or this is why it definitely doesn't make any difference because the Triple H news negates yeah. this or, you know.
4: I mean, to me, if, if
3: if we're not going to have that clear split between brands, then that's probably a worse thing um, in the sense that, you know, if, if Vince has everything to do with it once, he's going to focus on both programs um, and Raw and SmackDown. And that's probably a bad right. thing. Right, do you remember because... Remember how they
2: how they slowly but surely killed the original brand extension? They just started having raw super shows that featured the SmackDown mm-hmm. talent. And then eventually that just, like, you looked up four months later, that's just how it was. Like, SmackDown guys are just on Raw all the time. And mm-hmm. not really vice versa, but sometimes vice versa. And, the brand, and nobody said anything, but the brand extension was just, you know, just
0: over and done with at that point. Yeah, I mean, I know,
3: I'm right there with you, though. Like, it's, um, like, it is a situation where, um, you know, hopefully, because Triple H has been given, you know, 205 Live, even if the pay-per-views are together, um, you know, maybe it's just biding time until he becomes, you know, in charge of SmackDown, and then, we do have two different shows. Like, if it's, to me personally, if it's one long narrative, if Raw and SmackDown are the same show, um, just one night after another, I just know my attention level towards SmackDown would change because it'll be, I feel like you'll get on one night what you didn't get, get on the other, especially in being two nights back-to-back every week. Um, You know, so hopefully it is a situation where they stay as separate things, even if they have to share a show for pay-per-view. Like, one show gets four matches, the other gets four matches. Now, I don't want a four-hour show every, you know, every month, but if it's only one four-hour show, that's not as bad as two three-hour shows, you know, two weeks apart um, that I can have to focus on. So, you know, if this comes to fruition, and it sounds like it will, I mean, we'll have to see, but... I don't know, I don't know it's a, it's a lot to think about and a lot to process Without having more information So in the coming weeks hopefully we do get a bit more
2: With with one Pretty bad botch spot in the match uh, Besides that Sarah Logan and uh, Charlotte Put in some work on SmackDown Yeah
0: they did, yeah they did
2: I mean Sarah Logan's gotta like you got you better wrestle well. <laughs> you haven't you know, set the world on fire with your personality or your promos. So um, alright, let's uh chat room is open, by the way. It is vacant. Damn everybody. Uh but it's open. So I'll go hang out. Uh, But, yeah, let's uh, let's open things up to the public. I'm wondering if our queue is – I'm wondering if everybody – you know, you think people out doing Valentine's stuff?
3: Um, Oh boot up? Yeah.
2: And not uh, uh, listening uh, (laughs) to the East Coast cast? Like, what the fuck, live at least?
3: Our show is the East Coast cast, so it's about 7 p.m. on the East Coast. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, if if you're not like – not like us, who um you know do this stuff on schedule and have it set a date for later in the week, yeah, you might be out with your significant other might not have time to call in, and we we do understand
4: I don't yeah take
2: us with take us on the date with you, let her know, look, if you' with me, you with it's us <laughs> us you even you in the fan base now, girly. Tell her that and then tell me uh how how's the couch <laughs> or tender after she left you.
0: <laughs> it was horrible. Uh yes.
3: Uh oh and Travis, let's remember, um yeah. we do want to ask our callers, um it being Valentine's Day, about their favorite wrestling couples. Um Know, a big part of especially growing up, um, was you know your Randy Savages and Miss Elizabeths. Um, that was that's kind of always the one that that kind of sticks out to me. Um, as kind of a big one, like you had. It's it's, it's interesting with uh, with Ivory, who very much deserves it, going into the WWE Hall of Fame. I can't forget Ivory and Jacqueline. And Sean Stasiak, aka Meat, was PMS. This um, <laughs> WWE. Oh yeah, PMS. that was
2: WCW thing.
3: I didn't really. See no, it that. was WWE. That
2: wasn't WCW. It was. Oh, hey, he and they act. chanted Meat yeah. at him,
3: right? Yeah, his name was Meat. They changed his name to Meat. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh. But was yeah, King so King.
2: I wasn't. That was before I came back. So. Okay. <laughs> that's the. Uh, Pretty mean wasn't that pretty weren't they Pretty Mean Sisters, isn't
0: that what that was?
3: Yeah, Pretty Mean Sisters, PMS. Fun time. Uh, mm.
0: uh,
3: I'm interested who, who people remember as, as couples. Um and we'll kind of see where that goes, but who was who was Luna with? Why does that escape me? Was, wasn't Luna with Bam Bam? Gold Dust? was with Gold Dust early on. There you go. Yeah. Was she ever
2: with Bam Bam? Am I making that up? Um, that would have been right in the time where I right smack and dab in the middle of my hiatus, mid nineties. I don't, I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you.
3: And then most of, like more recently, I think of you know Daniel Bryan and AJ Lee were fun while they were going. Yes. Dolph Ziggler and AJ Lee were not fun. Um, <laughs> so no, nor was.
2: You know, like, and if you, like, want to throw, like, triangles, like, you you know, uh, you know, Dolph Ziggler, Lana, Rusev was not fun. Was (laughs) not. That was bullshit. Uh, like, as a kid, I don't, I mean, Savage and Elizabeth, of course, but, um, what they really, I mean, I was more, I was more of a, you know, whoever Sherry was with, like whether it was HBK or Randy Savage, because that, you know. But she never was like a couple. You never Uh, thought of them as, that's why I hesitate, like, to put her out there. It's like, well, yeah, we're a couple. They were a duo, it was two of them. In the technical sense, it was a couple of people. (laughs) But they weren't together. At least that's not how they were portrayed. I don't think uh, Sherry got ever... Was uh, supposed to be like macho Maybe you could make a case for My- Michaels but uh-huh. Macho she was just this weird like Woman that appreciate him Appreciated him but you always knew Like eh They're more just Dylan yeah. friends
3: <laughs> in, a, in a non-morbid like, way I feel like I have to like stress that I'm Absolutely not being morbid Like as a uh-huh. young person um, I did find You know as, as somebody Who's not old enough to date yet but kind of has the information. Yeah. I did find uh, Chris Benoit and Woman and Kevin Sullivan to be really interesting. How mm-hmm. that was a real, you know, a real life situation of her being with one guy and in the end being with another. I just it was a real, just fascinating story at the time, um, and just just how they interacted, um, and, and by. By far one of the worst things ever as far as a relationship in WCW was uh Stacy Keebler and David Flair. Like just
1: I was actually
2: before we got into something else, I was gonna say Stacey and Tess. You know, like
0: yeah, that, like
2: the most over he ever was, not maybe ever, but sustained was because yeah. it was when she was with him. Yeah.
3: And uh I had one uh, oh, if Shaheed calls in, he's probably busy. He's definitely going to say Big Papa Pump in Medeja because what
5: do you think?
0: That's
3: that's the worst that's the best worst name ever, Medeja. Like you can only be an escort with the name Medeja. There's nothing else you can do. You would not let Madesia do your taxes. Um probably wouldn't feel comfortable with Medasia mowing your lawn. Um Damn. certainly don't want yeah. I just I don't I'm not I don't feel like my grass is in the best hands if Medeja's cutting it. Um Midesia can definitely operate a Ferris wheel. But yeah, not just very limited on what a Medasia can do. So yeah. All
2: right, let's uh Again, open things up to the public See what they're talking about And let's uh, Oh, press uh, 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 One And I, I always want to call them out And I just never <laughs> Never do what it, what, The way it always goes Press one on your tone phone Like, fam, who got a Pulse t- uh, <laughs> Phone Or rotary phone And if they did I doubt they're like you know, listening to a podcast or a internet radio show. I don't think they'd be set up that way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hit one if you want to uh, put your hand up so we know you want to talk. So let's uh, start off with uh, our good good pal Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, what's going on? What up?
4: Hey fellas, what's going on? What's going on, man?
2: Not too much, man. So,
4: so what's up? Yeah, kind of slow weekend. I mean, slow week as far as, you know, everything. I mean, it was decent shows this week. But I'm really not getting the complication on SmackDown. I mean, I see they're trying to stretch it out. You know, it's too early to heat up, you are. know, Shinsuke. Yeah, it's too early to heat up Shinsuke and AJ because you got, like, a whole month of change. You got all the way till March 11 to get things going.
2: Like I there. I like how they're doing that with Shinsuke every week. Like, oh, I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania. Like,
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: it's going to end up being like the Del Rio destiny thing, and he just like spent three months talking about his destiny, <laughs> destiny, destiny, and I think he lost to Edge or whoever was the world champion.
4: Yeah. So how y'all feeling? You know about it right now. You think Shinsuke is winning?
2: I'm still going with AJ.
4: Retain. Yeah, I, I yeah,
3: think, I think when, AJ. I think unless, um, like unless Shinsuke's gonna be a heel through the summer, um, I do think that he goes ahead and he wins it, like AJ's been champion since when?
4: November. November.
3: He's gonna have almost. What, he's gonna have like a five month title reign at that point. He's been champion before. You about know like where he with AJ, and I think them going back and forth for the title in the summer um, would be good. Yeah, I, I just I just think it makes sense to have Nakamura win it um, because like I don't feel like AJ is gonna lose steam not having the title and him getting it back is always gonna be a good thing. Like I think he's All almost right. in the Erico territory where um, him being involved is always going to elevate what he's doing, and it doesn't necessarily need to be a title around his waist. Um, so, but like I, I don't know that could change how I see it. But yeah, I, I don't see you elevating Nakamura specifically to winning the rumble for him not to win the title.
4: Right. I was thinking. I was thinking um, over the course of the summer they. They might try to turn A.J. back here. But I don't think it's going to work because he's just way too over.
3: I think, yeah, I think, Mike, it's a lot like uh, ECW Kurt Angle. Like, he's just so good at what he does, it doesn't matter what he does, you're not going to boo him. He's just too good at at what – like, A.J. benefits in this sense from being, you know, 5'10" and 220 pounds because like no matter what devious, dastardly thing he does, he's still right, going some moves like AJ Styles. He's still going to Pele like, kick you. He's still going to hit springboard 450. He's just too good at what he does for you to deny it. Um, so yeah, like I wouldn't even if it's moving him on to something else, somewhere else, even if you're putting him on a different brand, I just think having him as a face is just such a benefit, there's no
4: reason to turn him. And I believe they won't turn him anyway because it's like, you know, he's one of like the top five, you know, probably like, you know, merch movers in the company. So Uh I don't think they're going, I don't think they're going, you know, chance to risk, you know, Vince loves money and if his baby faces are selling, he doesn't like to flip them at all. They're moving, you know, moving metrics as far as merch and things of that nature. Although, overall, the merch was down this year. Um, and not only to that, what you guys think about, you know, Braun Strowman? I mean, it's cool to show different sides of him, different facets of him, but like, I want to get y'all... I mean, I thought it was funny, but do y'all think that they doing a little bit too much as far as, like, you know, humor with Braun Strowman? You know, from the from the um, Mixed match challenge to the big ass cello bass thing, yeah,
2: you can tell somebody's got an idea. Somebody's onto something, or thinks they're onto something. You could you could say it started last week when he got up on that second turnbuckle and started, you know, cupping his ear to the crowd like, "What the fuck?" You know, I
4: heard that's yeah, I heard that's the, yeah. the kiss of
2: if we're somewhere, if I swear to God, if we're six months from now and people are booing Roman, Braun Strowman because the company ruined him and turned him into a you know a goof, I'm going to be really pissed off. And I'm not even a Me big too. Braun Strowman fan. You know, like he's he's fine, he's good. You know, he's. Man, he's talk about improvement. That day, you know, from the day he got up on the, that apron with that sheep mask on, or whatever he had on, and it was the new guy in the uh, the Y family y, to man. now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Trish Stratus comes to mind. Like how fast she improved, and you know, there are
6: few and
2: you know, few people you would give that, you know, that that or at least that would trigger trigger that kind of bronze up there and to take all that and and to turn him into a, a goof and to try to make him you know I don't want to go into I'm, I'm, I'm using hyperbole for for the for the to make my point but don't have him like the 2000 uh 2001 big show you know show and, you know, Hulk Shogun and all that bullshit they were doing with him just because he was good at it, and all of them because you all found out, oh, shit, he's got timing, and, you know, he's funny, and he can deliver a line.
3: You didn't like the showster? Uh,
2: the showster? No.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, probably, no, what I'm saying, I was, like, 19 or 20. I probably howled at, the, at that, but...
4: Remember the big yeah. show, Bosky?
0: <laughs>
2: right. Look at me, I'm howling now But it doesn't make it, like, good But in 2000 You could do that because you were just You know, talent It's just spilling over the top of the damn Promotion, like You know, so you could take one of your Literally, literal Biggest assets and, and fuck off With them, but Braun Strowman's, like, you know, special Talent right now, like you know, he's a, a a draw. He's something that they don't really have a lot of.
4: He's, and, he's visibly the most popular fucking guy in the company. Like, right? you know what I'm saying? I think it's going to do more to hurt him. And they always say the kiss of death is to let Vince McMahon or Kevin Dunn see that you got a funny side to you. Mm-hmm. That's the kiss of death because Vince is going to run with it. It's gonna run with it, but I mean I don't know. I, I really don't and then like the cram stuff in that I mean, it helps it helps the match because it makes the match more intriguing, but I mean the cram stuffing that uh chamber shit and I think they overcompensate in yeah, no, a little bit. Under,
0: number one,
2: it's really just for the Chamber. It doesn't solve their WrestleMania issue. Assuming... Definitely not. Uh, you know, that Seth was going to wrestle Jason Jordan at WrestleMania. That still doesn't... That still... He still doesn't have a match. Jason Jordan's still on the show for a year. So having him... You're just giving him something to do in February. Which I actually don't have a problem with because they can just start it off as a triple threat. It doesn't...
4: Hurt the match to me? No, not at
0: big, all. It's a six-way thing with Chamber with
2: Chamber gimmick. So seven. So I don't think it's cr- and they'd lit, cram him in, but I don't. It's like fine. They really were up against, you know, up against it. So it's you
4: know. So my
2: thing. But it doesn't solve their WrestleMania problem with Seth Rollins, and unless right. something unless they something comes out of the chamber, which I assume it will, whether it's a match with Finn right. Balor rematch, you know, or or what. But didn't they just have? Did they have that match?
4: Yeah. Oh, or
2: was Finn he, Finn was in that fatal in that four way last chance thing? Yeah.
4: Well, they saying or Finn.
2: Five way.
4: They saying Finn and all Finn is working with Miz at WrestleMania.
2: Oh. Well, I mean, things I change, that. though. That's what I'm saying. Having having those two in that controversy with the, with the you know, who got the pen, uh, I think that starts something with Seth and
3: Finn. Well, I mean,
6: you saw yeah, The battle of
3: the slingshots. Or the sling blades. Right. I don't know. You know. Say so what? You saw that. You saw that he cleared that up right away um, with. Saying that they're both in the match, so like to me, I don't, I don't think that necessarily start a feud. I think if they had a, if they had to have a match this coming Monday in one of them won, that would probably start a feud between them. But I think since they had them both win, um they probably aren't tied to each other. But, like you said, like, okay. a Jason Jordan's injury does make you wonder, like especially with Seth Rollins playing, like, I want to be back on top. Um, and it does make you wonder what they're going to end up doing with him. Um, like, you know, he's, the one thing you can rule out for Seth, I think, is that he's not going to be tag team partners with Ronda Rousey against Triple H and Seth. I think mean, that's the one thing if that comes to fruition that you know he's not going to be a part of but I mean right now this second um, with what John Cena said on Raw if I had to place the guys in the chamber match in Wrestlemania matches I'd say what Mike said first Miz and Finn I'd say Braun as Ronda Rousey's tag partner against Triple H
0: Stephanie.
3: I'd say Wait, uh John Cena Ron and Undertaker. And yeah. I'd say Braun and Ronda. I'd say John Cena and Undertaker. I'd say uh uh of course Roman oh. and Brock. And then Elias I, you know, Andre Battle Royal, um Yeah,
4: because yeah, because I can't see stuff in uh, Elias. That's that's pretty much a kickoff match, if you ask me.
3: Now, Mike, unless how are you? Is it is Jeff? Are the Hardys gonna challenge the Bard WrestleMania, or are Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt gonna challenge the Bard WrestleMania?
4: Well, um, as I'm reading, you know, I read the torture and been seeing on Observer that Jeff is um. Almost close to, you know, being he about
0: healed. About
3: to be back. And, okay. I
4: heard, and I heard they all going with the um the whole Brother Nero thing. Once he, I mean, maybe that's why they holding off on the, you know, the uh the fucking drone and Senior Benjamin and the Green Bees and shit like that. And King Max, who I guess to a Brother Nero, is fully, you know what I mean, operable. Because yeah. I heard that's where they're going with it too. I heard. Once he's, you know, cleared to come back, he's coming back as Brother Nero. So, you know, maybe that'll really get that thing off the ground for him because that shit is, like, lukewarm right now, if that. (laughs) And I was thinking, you know, due to the dialect, but I don't know if there's a chance to win.
2: Jeff Hardy or Brother Nero?
4: (laughs) Huh? Who's
3: at the basketball game? (laughs) We got a buddy um, who works for uh, a local news station in North Carolina, Mike. And Jeff Hardy was sitting right behind uh, the bench at the game uh, last night. Or oh, Monday okay. Night. Yeah. So he's out here in the world doing things.
4: You know what I was also thinking, too? I was kind of like shot in the dark, maybe, because of his fucking poor performance at the Viva Series, but I was kind of thinking Kurt Seth, too. Yeah? Kurt Angle, Seth Rodgers.
3: Kurt and Seth what? Teaming up facing
2: each other?
4: No, or what? no, a match.
3: But here's the, and you know Mike, as as much as that would make sense because everybody needs something to do, if if Seth Rollins, who is probably one of your top five talents, just has a tendency to hurt people in matches, I, oh. I just would not oh. and happened against him, man, I just wouldn't have Kurt Angle against him because in order for Seth to be effective doing all the things that he does, he gotta he gotta kick you in the head a bunch of times. He gotta corner Powerbomb. Ain't on talking him. about. Like,
2: Dale, Tommy. And then
3: if they and that's the thing, they'd have to dumb it down so much if they go with that. It's just, ooh, I don't know, I don't know. Um, now let me ask you this: if Ronda Rousey is in a mixed tag, and it's not Braun Strowman, would you have? Because they only have to do so much, would you have Kurt Angle team up with Ronda Rousey against Stephanie and Triple H?
4: I would if he was healthier, but I'm gonna say a shot in the dark, y'all. Y'all probably like yo Mike Travis gonna say Mike get the fuck out of here, <laughs> but I just this is just I don't know. And him saying he's going to be in New Orleans this year. For me, I'm just going to say, and it's a big enough level match where it can't close the show. I'm going to say, yeah. shot in the dark. My boy comes out of retirement for one night. It seems with Ronda Rousey. If they can't get No, rock, Stone Cold. Oh.
2: Might get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nah, it's gonna be rock, man. They negotiating right now. I
4: seen, I seen it. Oh word, they gonna clear his ass?
2: I seen the reports.
4: because he, uh, he got He got he got the the rampage movie. He got the Shazam shit coming up.
3: Well, rampage comes out April April
4: twentieth. So yeah, but I heard they. Are they start shooting for Shazam soon, and they doing a, you know, he's doing the spin-off Fast and Fur- the Fast and Furious, and yeah. they're doing Fast
3: 9. Fast up. and
4: Furious 9.
3: Man, they need to just go ahead and call up uh, Marcus Corvon. Let him get the spot. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm trying to <laughs> oh you know how it's here. Marcus Corvon. Uh, I mean, call Sting. Sting won his win, his win back. Another
4: ooh. Another another dude came to mind too, which they could you know, if, if rock does doesn't happen for some reason is Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Oh shit. Lashley. Yeah, Lashley is mean, MMA
3: background. Look,
2: that only works if Triple H fucks with Bobby Lashley.
4: Yeah. yeah, I think they I heard he the one basically negotiating to bring him back. He's the one because like they cool. wanna do oh, that okay. block they want to, you know, all negotiations pretty much with the talent now goes through Tri- goes through Hunter. So, you know, um, and I heard he's like one of the, him and Paul Lee is like two of the biggest advocates to have that, that Brock Lashley, you know what I mean? Match. But, you know, the ball's in Brock court. If Brock want to stick around because he got the option to opt out after WrestleMania. Yeah. Of well, his contract, so.
3: Brock going to let, he going to let Roman beat him down so bad, he going to take that pin and he's out of here. With a, with you his think rolling, so? Two pennies, fresh out the building. Um, I mean, it, I don't necessarily think so, but I do think it makes perfect sense. Knowing him, knowing the situation, he's not worried about doing a job because he knows, you know, there's, he knows that there's a difference between what he does in WWE, anything he can do in MMA.
4: Um, I want them to let them get color in that match, man. Brock got it last time. I want I want to see Roman get some color. Like I want to see him get his ass beat. You know what I mean? Like how he's getting beaten until Seth stole a moment from him. Like I want them to continue where they start, where where they Because if you go back, it was a damn good match. It was a damn good match. Uh, In in
2: 2015?
4: Yeah. Uh, 31 with uh, Roman and Brock. It was
3: a good fucking match.
4: I liked it, where it was going.
3: Yeah, I thought that was a very good match um, while it was going on. And and you got to figure at this point they'll improve on that. Um, I just want y'all to know uh, another guy who I think is a dark horse to be with Ronda. Says that he is tired of seeing these school
4: shooters. My man Bill Goldberg. Wow. Yeah, I could I could see that him riding off in the sunset. Mm-hmm. Him and Triple H, you know they got unfinished business from O three. Do,
0: do see, him him? I think it's pretty finished. <laughs>
4: <I don't>, uh... <laughs> yeah, he finished them all, sledge. Then they then they crucify him with the sledgehammer.
0: Yeah.
3: Nah, Goldberg went ahead. out on top. That Goldberg got the paint, boy.
2: Goldberg overcame yeah, be... the whole all evolution and won in that anticlimactic match at Unforgiven in 03 in
4: September. So fucking boring. And then boring. he defended his title all the way to,
0: what, January? They took it off of
2: him.
4: And then uh, Triple H won it back, huh?
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
4: 'Cause that was leading into the WrestleMania, I believe, what uh, wasn't it? Um don't quote me if I'm wrong. It was that was the mania with uh Triple H and Booker, right? Or was it no, was ben It was the,
2: the three way, Ben Watt, HBK,
0: Michael uh, uh, Triple H.
2: 20. Damn,
4: that yo, I looked at that match the other day. That was so fucking masterful. Like it's just so it fucked up yeah. that this dude just kilt and scrubbed itself away from... That match was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy match. I think that was one of the most Don't underrated main matches.
2: match the next, the next month in Edmonton. Yeah, the
4: next month. Was, ew, yeah, I think that was... To me, I always say that. Oh four, 4 and because he's on it, that's one of the most underrated WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They had
3: a lot of star power. They had to fit... Think about They had two... Didn't they have two... Fatal 4-Way tag matches for the tag title.
4: Yep. Like they one wall, one, one to like Everybody
3: on the card. Like,
2: they had
4: the fucking weight open chat open
3: mm-hmm.
4: with Shane I Hell. T, I
3: went,
4: Robin, like,
3: seven were tag huh? I remember Booker T and Rob Van Dam were tag champs. I, they won that match or went into that match with the title at May 20th. Right.
4: Yeah. yeah, that was a cool mania. I was in the building for that one. And I'm oh, in, yeah, it was
3: in, it was in
4: uh, New York, right? Yeah. Yep, in the garden. I'm just thinking back to when your boy came out and opened the show, how fucking on fire he was. He was sizzling at that time. Ooh,
0: ooh. Like,
4: I think he probably got the biggest response John of the Taylor. night. John, John Cena, Taylor, right? he was on fire. He, when his special. he yep. came out with the Pat Ewan jersey. He was sizzling. He was on fire that night, and he cheated the win.
3: <laughs> yeah, he, he, he sure didn't hit big show with that chain. <laughs> he nah, he chain. Snu- He
4: threw the chain as a diversion. He had the forefinger in his the pocket. snuff nothing. Oh he, nah, hit he oh, yeah, punched he hit him with, with the forefinger. Uh, yeah, he punched uh, him in the face with the forefinger. The word life rings. Uh, and now, and now, look at him. He up there trying to confuse people and mind fuck you until he's not going to be at WrestleMania. He doesn't have a road to mania. You're okay, buddy. But like we've been saying, I don't, I, I mean, this time, this shot, his heart ain't fully, Is he ain't, he must just got too much going on outside of wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Because he don't, he's just not he's fully not vested. He is
3: not, he's not a fully a vested.
4: I mean, I guess he woke up and saw in the mirror. It's like, what the fuck more could I do? Except when you know break the record and win the title a 17 times, but in doing so, he has to set up the next guy that's going to be the guy to carry the fucking company for the next ten years. Like they made one, a
3: mistake.
2: not even. I, like, I think Evan there's Roman something in. Oh shit! My bad. Go ahead, Cam.
3: I'm just saying, having Roman beat him at an off-brand pay-per-view was a mistake. Like, yeah, you find something else to do. And if you have to do that at a WrestleMania, then you do it, or a SummerSlam, or whatever series, something. But they just, like, for them, they just haven't beat him at an off-brand pay-per-view and have John Cena leave for a month, two months after that. Like, it, was, it just did nothing. Like, you're not clearly, I mean, I say clearly. It looks like Cena's okay doing the job, but they just did not do that in a way that was beneficial to him or to Roman Reigns. Like, yeah, I just... uh like if he faces the Undertaker at WrestleMania, fine, I guess it's something for guys to do. But I, I don't see how you get excited for that match, what you see in the match, or what ramifications afterwards. It just exists.
4: Yeah, but I think Trav or even Wade made the point on one of the um, you know, daytime podcasts. is, like seemingly now, like beating Cena is not even impressive anymore. Like they're doing it so often. Um, he's still John Cena. I mean, huh? Yeah, he's still John, he's still but it's like, it's like, alright, buddy, you, you've you been a service to us for the past 15 years, now it's time to cool you I off. Like,
2: Finn beat him on Raw. He beat Finn on Raw. Pretty clean as
0: he
4: sheet. Which that was AA stupid. Rope. Wish that was dumb. That was the dumbest shit ever. It's like, Finn is a younger dude. Like, this is one of the guys that they should be you know what I mean? Like they should have they should keep him hot, you know what I mean? All year round. So he can be, you know, at least at the top or near it. As a contender. Just like to me, Gallows and Anderson as a team, they should they should be like, you know, nearly I wouldn't say approaching, but they should be like that smash mouth, you know, that, you know, combination, like that Dudley's you know Legion of Doom combination But we know that spot is reserved for AOP Once they come to the main roster You know that spot is reserved for them And also another concept And I wanted to get y'all guys' opinion on this shit too Like this time in the shakeup I I believe like being that they got Ronda Rousey And all that shit I believe Smackdown should come off better Like they should book it For Smackdown to come off better in the shakeup because if you look at it, Ross is a landslide.
2: Yeah, I mean.
4: It's a slaughter. Like, it's a slaughter. Ross got all the fucking shit like, You mean just star power, everything. Star power. Attention, attention everything. Like, pretty much, like. To me, it was hot last year. You know, they was on fire last year because of the storylines. It was different; everything. It seemed more quicker pace, but it's like now. And they it's were like they're
0: it. They had less star
4: power,
2: you know, but they were more efficient. And they, you know, and right. <clears throat> getting more out of what they had,
0: and I mean, it, I think like, it's pretty clear. I think the change in creative is is very clear. That that's
4: what happened. That, that uh He is like Raw's back thing. to being Raw's back to being the darling, and SmackDown is back to being the redheaded stepchild, bastard of w- WWE.
2: Right, like SmackDown is always that, but but it just was up. It's always up to the individual rosters and creative team to just be so good that people rec- we and the other fans recognize. That right. Smackdown is the better show
0: consistently.
4: Right. And are y'all digging like are y'all digging this new uh vested interest back in 205 Live? For what what is this week 2, week 3? Oh yeah, I, I haven't even away. seen an
2: episode yet, but I just keep yeah. seeing the review, like three weeks in a row people are like, "Holy shit, I saw the gif of that Mandrake guy, so he's on there. He's he's good from what I saw of him in like the UK
4: Yeah, drive. Mark Andrews. That was a good match. Mark Andrews and and, uh, ha, 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 what, what his name, uh, what was guy's name? <laughs> yeah. Tazawa, yeah, there you go. And, uh, I liked the, the Drew Gulak, um, Tony Nese match. Shit, that, uh, shit, Tony Nese showed me more in that match than he's, shit, done in the past six months. He's been so wooden, it's like, now, they trying to, you know, bring those guys out to the light. Well, Drew Gulak, he's been shut. he 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 was like the standout of that Zoltrain Train shit anyway.
2: For a while, yeah, he was the best thing kind of on that show,
4: especially right.
2: personality wise.
4: And his like, like his he, matches are fine. Stopped.
2: Like he doesn't stand out that much as a wrestler, as a worker. You know, he's, but he's I mean he's so solid. I mean it's hard to stand out when you're always. You
0: know. Yeah. But he's not
2: flashy. But his personality, yes, he was consistently the best thing uh, on the show and in, uh, by far the best thing on, uh, out of all the go-trained uh, associates.
4: Yeah, um, and they had a decent, they had a good, nice little lucha match with uh, uh, one, uh my boy, uh the oh, fuck, what's going on with me? Um, this kid's name. Lucha, what's the lucha dragon guy and uh, the other uh, uh, guy. At least throwing uh, Tigre Uno, whatever, whatever it is that the other kid.
3: Lince Dorado?
4: Lince Dorado, there we go. What the <laughs> fuck <laughs> am I talking about, Tigre Uno?
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Brain farting, yeah. But, and I expect Ray to come in at some point, you know, after he's done with the New Japan I mean, thing just, and all that. Like,
3: What do you do with Ray, though? Like, is, if it was me, I would have... I mean, if it was set up, I would actually have the Cruiserweight title tournament either in the week before WrestleMania and have the winner face Rey Mysterio or have whenever the winner is there, like whoever wins at WrestleMania, I have Rey Mysterio come out after and challenge them.
4: And challenge, yeah.
3: Yeah, And not challenge because them the that winner. night, but establish the challenge at that point, so you yeah. have you or you know you have an uptick on 205
4: Live, knowing it's the next Yeah, 'cause Yeah, cause the way I see it, you know, with Triple H in charge, you know what I mean, and his IQ, the way I see it, they're gonna revamp it. It's gonna be hot again, and I believe they make ricochet a face of 205 Live.
3: I mean, and that's the thing. Remember all the things we said about Ricochet. The biggest issue was we didn't want him to be pigeonholed with 205 Live because we see a, guy, a bunch of guys with talent, and, like, you don't want them there. Now that narrative over the last week has gone to, you know, Adam Cole. That's a good look. Um, Ricochet, that's a good look. Like, all of a sudden, Two five live is a place that you want to see guys to help build that up. So
4: right, I mean, and with it's, Man it's, it's
3: Drews along this trajectory, then it's like, yeah, I want Ricochet
4: there, um, and but, with yeah. Man Drews, yeah, and you know I could see my other boy coming in too. Uh, the weight, Pete Dunn, I could man, see him coming yeah. in there.
3: Dunn and Tyler Bate, man. I mean, they they do need enhancement talent. So you know, you're
2: right. They
4: uh, and they need uh, a heel.
2: Make, make, make use of a guy like. That. His talent. <laughs> Go ahead,
4: try it with that bullshit, man. Shit. P. Dunn is the shit, man. Man, man. Shit, shit, comes to mind when I think of
2: P. Dunn.
4: You're, again, you are correct. And uh, what do you think? Um, what do you think, my man lands once he comes back? Uh, big cat.
2: Yeah, I was actually thinking about him today, and in in like, like in the context of what would have happened if they were still, maybe not together as a duo, but if they, if if Cass was on TV uh, when the Enzo stuff happened, just it just crossed my mind. Like, hmm, I wonder how how that would have
0: how that would have worked.
4: But well, I was reading an interview with Cass, and he said he had he had um, I mean. With Enzo a while back and he said him and Cass kinda of had heat with each other.
2: I'm not I'm not surprised. Like they, they use that on TV, so I'm not surprised that came from a a real place.
4: And then your boy Jim Cornette, he got on his, you know, podcast not too long ago and he got an email or tweet or whatever from a he said from a current employee, WWE superstar that he would not name. And said that it was true. Everybody wanted to beat the shit out of this guy. And he was kicked out of every locker room for the past two years.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, again, like we said, like we hope that this thing, at least I hope, I wouldn't want to say we. I hope this thing that he's accused of did not happen because I don't want that to happen to anybody.
4: Anybody, right?
3: Career-wise, it probably is better for Cass to not even have the any the association with Enzo. Like I can get on Cass for having bad political uh views all we want. Um, but, you know, he's not out there doing things that are going to um ruin other people's lives, so to speak. So,
0: you know, it's probably better for him
3: that one, he's a solo act and two, he doesn't have that hindrance of a quote unquote friend to hold him back because of his actions. So I mean, I don't know, with the uh do you have uh a cast brawn program through the summer? Do you move Cast to SmackDown where you like you can exist opposite of Braun and it'd be still a similar role, um, where they need singles that Um, so yeah, I mean you never know.
4: Yeah, I could see that. they moving um cast to Smackdown. I could see that happening. And you know what also I was thinking of, like just you know, just making up shit in my mind. You can use Cass as like a, you know, you know, once in the minute, you know, if he comes to SmackDown, AJ could say, you know, he's getting worn and, you know, got to protect himself. You can use Cass as like a, you know what I mean, his heavy. As
0: a heater?
2: As like a heavy. he <laughs> he's a bodyguard? Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, put Cass and Baron and and Corbin together and, and, and do a call guy gimmick. New skyscrapers.
0: Skyscrapers 20.
4: New skyscrapers. That would be better than a fucking the dead-in-the-water bludgeon brothers with those big stupid-ass mallets running around. Or you know who else I would bring in and use as a heater for um, AJ Styles, Keith Lee.
2: Oh, fuck yeah. i do whatever. Bring Keith Lee in, however you want to do it. <laughs> so he's a guy that's going to probably go to uh, go to NXT for
4: sure. Yeah, Keith Lee. And I'm anxious to see what they gonna do? Because I mean, fuck! Like if they don't have, like probably one of the most. I mean, this is probably the heaviest NXT has been in probably like what? What we say now? Two years? Two and a half years? Three and years course, since they had? They're up there, yeah. Since they had Finn, Joe, Owen, Zayn, but, but, but no, all those guys. Remember? <laughs> remember that? I'm not. A, I was probably
2: a part of that a little bit, but. And it's just human nature. But remember when it was like, "What are they going to do in three years? and two years? When that, when all that top tier indie talent that we were so used to, circa you know, twenty twelve to twenty fourteen, fifteen, you know, uh, that NXT went and that generation got them all, you know, the Finn Balors, the Sami Zayn, the Kevin Owens, those guys. What are they going to do? It ain't going to be that level of talent in the, indie, you know. And it's like.
4: Sure <laughs> like, as shit if it ain't. There's
2: always so might be I mean better. as long as there are people putting on indie shows, there are gonna be of guys breaking out every year. And guys that are eventually gonna to put together two, three, four, five straight good to great years and get on people's radar. <laughs>
4: I'll tell you what they're gonna do, what they doing now. Waiting for that fucking impact wrestling to just keep crumbling and get you know, signing away to town.
6: I mean that's the a part thing of
4: it. They to do. But uh, the I think the, the replenishing
2: of the indie circuit is a, a much bigger deal than because it, there's at any time they could always it doesn't need to impact to crumble they just offer them a contract they offer them money right hey you want to work for it? them? It's be always old. been we don't want those guys it's not they right. they cherry pick who they want you know you get your Bobby Roode you get your you know whoever.
4: The game, game three,
2: like NXT.
4: Right? Is
2: is is they might have to put send uh, Alistair Black and Velveteen mm-hmm. and Ricochet up soon. That's what I was going to ask y'all about Leo Rush. That's what I was going. I, I was going to ask something earlier. Did y'all read the article about what the plans is with Leo Rush? Because I didn't. I wanted to know what what it was about. No, um
4: I actually you might,
2: They might have to send those guys up because of the. Because of the uh because of the influx of top talent that's coming in. Like again, right. NXT's only got so many damn spots and it's only got an hour a week. I'm <laughs> surprised know, they they what's the name special every four months, three months?
4: I'm surprised they ain't call up uh, uh uh what's my guy Cash's own yet. He's not getting.
2: he's a he's an NXT about to say Mike he's to, to, N- to yeah.
3: do
2: what life as yeah, good as huh? he is, Like he'd just be like, he'd be Ty he Dillinger bringing him
4: up to do without what? the hand gimmick. Well fucking Seamus is one stupid, silly ass big spot away from uh, fucking himself up. his career up with the spinal stenosis. Put his ass back with um Cesaro <laughs> so, and like, make the um,
3: it, like the audacity of Sheamus to be uh, you know, <laughs> a slip away from, from death. And he's out there putting on three and a half star matches like... And that was a good fucking
4: match Monday night.
3: He's having the best matches of his life. And he's... Yeah. He's uh, one wrong inhale from collapsing. From falling down like a Jenga stack, And he out there performing that hard. It's weird to watch.
4: I was like, what the fuck is he doing? But it was a damn good match. I'm like shit, this match is better than when they was feuding on the, the title a couple years back. He
3: has gotten... I don't know if it's being around Cesaro. I don't know if it's just things clicking. I don't know if it's... You he know, got a chill for Cesaro
4: be... for Cesaro be rolling his ass out on a, in a wheelchair on their Hall of Fame induction. He better chill on out. Yeah. That'd be the ball from a chair. Yeah,
2: I, I think Sheamus is just benefiting from, from, you know, being in that environment and then at that level for not the last nine years.
0: Like, it's right. only a
2: matter of time before you, if you're dedicated and athletic enough, you're going to just put it all together. And as usual, it's when your fucking body starts falling apart. Exactly. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just how it happens so much in wrestling. And, and I mean, it's but it's just think sports, about it. Period.
4: Shane is one of those dudes. Quietly, he put together quite a fucking career. Like he's held yeah. every fucking title. And only, in and the only because
2: quietly is why we don't talk about it. Because it, and 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 where he came from, he wasn't. Uh, you know, he wasn't all that great. He was just kind of a lumbering, you know, Triple H.
0: He was a triple H's H- H- workout guy. And, guy. And, you know,
2: had some preconceived notions of him and stuff, so.
4: He was spotting uh, Hunter in the gym. That was it.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: He was a spotter. He was the fucking spotter. And lastly, so, yeah, this yeah, is Black took, Panther Week, it. gentlemen. Yeah,
2: yeah.
4: This is Black Panther Week. We will definitely talk about it, talk about that, and review that um, that one next week. But I must Go, say fam. so myself. Next week, friend.
2: no doubt about it, you will have had an entire week to see the movie, almost. Um, right. So, it's not like when Punisher or something drops on Netflix. We usually try to give, like, two weeks, you know, for we start talking spoilers. Next week, it ain't no holding back. Yeah. So
4: If you, if you listen to something that
0: we do...
2: do? Like Let me tell y'all y- y- something,
4: brothers. I was, I was like, shocked when my honey was like, yo, where the fucking tickets for Black Panther? Yeah. Nog. I'm like, well, all right, baby. Shit, we we gonna go. Calm down now. We gonna go.
6: You yeah, ain't get them yet, Mike. Go. What you doing? Yeah, I
4: got the hell. Yeah, I got the t- shit. I got oh, the right. tickets. I got <laughs> the
3: tickets.
4: If you, guys,
2: um,
3: if you listen to us on this show, if you listen to um, stuff on my platform, if you follow us on YouTube or any social media, you're gonna get your Black Panther fix. um Exactly. So we let you know, like anything that you listen to after today, there's going to be Black Panther spoilers in it. (laughs) Like, it just is. So, like, just take us saying this.
2: Like, the only reason you haven't gotten that now is because people are, like, legally, like, the Black Tribbles, like, I follow them, they're connected with uh, uh, Amalgam, not connected with them, but, you know, I mean, well, Randy's a Black Tribble and he works at them, you know, helps run Amalgam Comics. So, there's, there's a connection. Um, and all these different sites and and media folks that have gotten to see the screener are under, like... Like, Issa Ray got to see it, I think, in her reaction.
3: A oh, it really
2: is. And they're just like, nope, I can't talk about it. I can't give the spoilers. But just know it is the best thing ever. And
4: right yeah i don't My boy think Manolo Rose. I, i've heard
2: that from too many people and i've heard it explained in such a way that I, it's like all right this is beyond hype right like this is beyond people cuz you know it's a, you know we get those things where we want it so bad as a culture as a as a whatever group you're a part of you're totally willing to kind of look the other way on certain but they're like no this is just spectacular yeah, so, yeah
4: um, i'm heading Fucking ill. Like it's fucking ill. And they said from is like is the probably...
2: opening scene it to the end, it's just ridiculous all the way through.
4: Should make you want to live in, Wakanda. <laughs> in the right. fucking Wakanda. It's like what the fuck, man? I think this is the this this is some shit that they didn't know that was gonna be as big as it was. At or as big as it is as big as it's going to get. I don't think they knew that. Yeah, I think... I don't like, think they exactly at, knew like, that.
3: Yeah, when you look at an Ant-Man, I really think that that's your, that's your barometer for something like this beforehand. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. The character that we did give shine to in, you know, our biggest movie at the time, but you know, it, it's just a lot of things went right. Like the coats connection... Um, Marvel having a good track record with movies, the idea of like, black nerd culture really coming to the forefront as far as your podcast and your, your interviews and your merchandise, all that couples with the strength of a cool who people think you know has next and has had good work as far as a director. Um, you having, you know, a cast of all these, you know, outside of, uh, of Bozeman, like all these strong black actors with great careers and technology being taught. Like, it's just everything Fuck came it. together, and they're just right. going to make so much money. Um, it's, right.
0: it's fun. And, Fuck Mike, it. with that said, yeah,
3: because it's 645, I actually have to go because there are things that I have to put together for the event that we're doing tomorrow for Black Panther. Uh, Trav, Shannon hit me, and I got to do some last-minute costume stuff for people, so mm. I'm on my way to do that. But, um, yeah, Mike, next week I'm sure you'll hear it, and then across all the platforms that we do, it'll be a bunch of Black Panther stuff. Oh, shit. I have a great, great night. Um, I will... I don't know if we're doing it. Where's Trav? Um, we haven't talked about this, but we actually have a two-week hiatus for Flash, so we'll see what we end up doing next because uh, we're not back until like the 27th. But, uh, yeah. Guys, um, have a great night. Happy Black Panther Eve, and, uh, I'll be around. All right? Yes, sir. Appreciate you. All right.
2: Um, damn, I wish I knew he had to, had to go so soon. I had an email from, uh, Mike, that was he wanted Cam's involvement, but he'll have to wait either till next week or just get me and Rich's uh, <laughs> perspective. So, uh, speaking of Rich, what? let's go ahead and bring Rich on to the show. Uh, Rich, what's happening?
1: Not much. Can't complain. Enjoying a nice evening, let's, playing some FIFA.
2: Yeah.
1: Right.
2: Now, now you were just saying on Twitter. Um, you uh, you were disagreeing with Mike about the money of, of surrounding Black Panther. What was that? I didn't oh, really understand.
1: Yeah, I was just saying. Like I was listening to you guys talk about it, and the yeah. big thing for me was I I was talking to Shaheed earlier about this. I don't know if you knew this, Mike, but you know how much money they put in the Black Panther.
4: No, how much? Tell me, tell me, Rich. How much?
1: Two hundred million, my man. Whoa. That's more than they put any other solo title. Like, Feige even said they did an interview this week. When he got Coogler uh, on, they needed to put that much in because he couldn't do it. Like, he couldn't get the vision done for less than that. That's $80 million more than Wonder Woman, $60 million more than Ant-Man. So they went in, and Feige even said, like, I know there's going to be think pieces about we did this, like, because we were forced to by the culture. And he says, like, no. I am a white dude, and I really didn't think about growing up and seeing Spider-Man as a guy until I started working with these people and realized they didn't have that too.
0: Yeah, I tell you. So going as long that as way. that
1: dude's there, man. As long as that dude's there, I'm happy with Marvel.
4: At least, on the yeah, man. Side, you know, another movie I wanted to ask about quick fast before I got get to my last wrestling question, Rich, because I know you on that scene. And I want to ask y'all about, um, did you hear it or hear anything, you know, moving forward about it? And that's the the alleged, the quote-unquote Masters of the Universe rework that they already got dated for, you know, slotted for December 2019.
1: Oh, snap. I did not know that. What's what's coming out? Masters of the Universe. Oh. See, Travis ain't with it. Travis ain't with it. I'm with it. Do you know Mike? Anybody they rumoring for He-Man or any of the other um,
4: characters? I've heard. Um, I've heard. Um, Kellen Lux, Kellen Lux oh. as uh, Prince Adam slash He-Man. Um, the Rock ass Stratos. Oh, um, oh, that's good. I forget. I think um, uh, Langella wants to do uh, Skeletor again.
1: Okay, but now what about the body, though? That's the only thing I can see. Like, are you going to have a buff Skeletor, or are you going to have a CGI Skeletor? Is it going to be like Steppenwolf and Wonder Woman? where you are looking at it sideways?
4: No, I think he would have a buff body because, you know, they're going to do fighting scenes to where Skeletor can hold his own. You know, where it goes back to the original story. As him being yeah. Keldor before he got his face burnt and all that. Or you See, know I, Adam's father. I gotta
1: admit, I don't know I don't know that you're gonna have to educate me. I'm gonna have to look this up because I've never seen the other side, like the other the history of He Man. I only saw the Masters yeah. of the Universe cartoon and then the movies. But now you're getting me hyped for like looking into the
4: like the Well, lore. If you could go back like to the uh to the O two series. Remember they revived the series in about O two, O three ish. They have yeah, my on brother YouTube,
1: told me to watch that, and I never did.
4: Yeah, they have it on YouTube. It's um, it's um, He Man Origins. Okay. And with that, they show how Keldor became Skeletor because you know he was in a fight with uh, you know, the King of Eternia, which was Adam's dad, and. Like, they fought, and oh, wow. it was, like, some type of magical, like, something that just burnt his face, and it turned them, you know, to that. And, you know, ever since then, he's had a bit better, you know, against that family. Okay. That makes total sense. He was,
1: now, yeah, what, he was what like, about, like, Master at Arms and Evil uh, Evelyn' Because I was always a big well, Evil fan.
4: Well, Man at Arms was always, the, that, uh, was always like the, the, the king's right hand, King Randall's right hand, which is He-Man's father. That was, you know... Like, he knew from birth who Adam was because of the sorceress and mm-hmm. all that shit. So he knew, he already knew. Like, he knew what was going on. He knew Adam was going to be the chosen one to get the sword and to turn to He-Man and all that shit. You know, so, like, he knew about that. He already now, knew what Eva about, Lynn. Yeah. Well, Eva Lynn, from that, she was originally a part of, you know... Randall and the, you know figured. all of them their forces and she you know once Keldor became Skeletor he, I think he put a spell on her or some shit or she just turned or something, something oh, like that. so
1: according to Origins it was like a civil war and all these people just picked up right out.
4: it wasn't right. like
1: they were always evil okay
4: right because that makes a lot when, more sense and it's all YouTube so when you get a chance look at it because Straddles, he's like the leader of his sector where all the you know the people the bird people and you know shit like that, and Buzz Off, and all, you know what I mean, all those guys. Like, it's more intricate than, you know, the campy Filmation cartoon. Like, they get into yeah, they it, like, shadows. To yeah. Yeah, Ram and all of them. Everybody had, like, their own, you know, like, where they was the leader. Or their own, you know what I mean, tribes and things of that nature. And they all just came together to back at him, you know. Once he became, you know, once oh. Keller... Once Skeletor and the, you know, when the forces came back, Beast Man and Trap Jaw and all of them. Once they came back, they all, you know, banded together. What was the name of the
1: dude with the bug eyes? Because I had that toy growing up. I couldn't afford He Man, but my mom got me all the like ancillary guys, like the the bug dude, was Beast Man. Buzz off. Oh, okay. Okay.
4: Cause I was a big He Man buff. Like I had everything: Castle, Grace, Go, all that shit. Like I was in the He Man fan club. Everything. So, and then not too long ago, um, Trav and Rich, they they do have a comic, um, is a crossover between He Man and Thundercats. Oh, now that's okay. And now this you is you. About Like, it. I yeah, I just uh, I don't know how new it is, but I know it's current. He Man and Thundercats. Skeleton goes on a mission to find the Thunder Sword to match the power of He-Man's sword. Okay, See, that's more my, down my
2: speed. Now like Thundercats. Thundercats. Like I got fucked with He-Man when, when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, I got yeah. like Thundercats, or I'm sorry, I liked He-Man when I was little, but
4: yeah.
2: You know, but no, I mean, one of those things that, that's like seems like, you know, like uh, But Thundercats, I have you know the whole. Or at one point had the whole uh, the whole run from '84 to '89, and uh, you know that was something that was worth revisiting as an adult.
0: Yeah, and, yeah.
2: and just looking at let, with an adult eye, I remember they caught mumrah in his mummy form, so he was you know he was super vulnerable. And like this is like season one. They let him go. Right? And it's like, Get out of yeah. here, Mumrah! Don't you cause any more trouble. Like, Cut that man's head off. Like,
4: what are y'all doing? You're just going to let and him go? Not uh, too long ago, they revised that cartoon, too, as well. It was on Cartoon Network a couple years back. Yeah, I said it was, about yeah, 20, yeah and it was
2: dope as shit. Oh, my God.
4: It was dope. It was got the mechanic fuck. hands and shit like that. Like, that shit was there.
2: If we're talking okay, about so the same, I mean, I can't imagine they revived Thundercats. <laughs> but it was, like, a few years ago. Like, yeah. not all the way back to 2010, but, like, not, like, two years ago either. It was a little while Oh, wild. about 2012
4: like 2011.
2: Yeah, that sounds about right. And it was so good. And then it just it just kind of went away.
4: Well, they said well, like the storyline.
2: Uh, it's like when they brought back Transformers in, like, 96 six. And I'm and I think I liked that one because there was Wars? a time where I just like I liked the original Transformers and then they just got too ridiculous. And even as a kid I was like, This is not this is no. Was it the idea. Beast
4: Wars? But the one in ninety six in the, the mid nineties
2: was, was was really good. I think it was like all kind of it was like <laughs> computer you know, what we would look at is like Gra- it was like like graphics and shit. It was like computer animated, not like regular hand drawn or whatever.
4: Yeah, that, that's what Optimus Damn. was the ape, right?
1: Yeah, Optimus oh,
6: Primal.
4: Don't. Yeah, I liked uh, that one, Beast Wars. I don't yeah, so. Yeah, no, um, no. That,
6: uh, oh, man. That, that's a part of the whole ridiculousness
2: that? of Transformers. Beast Wars, dinosaurs, all this. Th- no. They brought back original, regular Transformers storylines. It was just done in computer animation.
0: Got you. I know. know.
2: Got you. Tractor trailers. That dumb shit. Just original, (laughs) you know, uh, uh, Transformers characters and storylines, but in the mid-'90s. Yeah. Computer graphics.
4: Mm -hmm. But real quick, uh, Rich, to add on, to the yeah. He Man story, they further advanced it as to where it's in the future now, and He Man is now the king of Eternia, and Tila is oh, his queen, man. and their son is now, you know, the guy, Hero. Right. He's okay. the guy I, now. Yeah, see, and I gotta first. watch this. I gotta watch
1: this.
4: Yeah, Chris Chris first. Chris well, that's oh, in the wow. comic. That one is from the, uh, oh, he the comic, the Hero. Okay. Yeah.
2: He Man actually was one of those cartoons where I first, as a kid, understood the dynamics of male and female characters, like he man fought for the power of Grace Go and she fought for the honor of Grace go, and it was like and the people why can't she fight well, for no. the power? Or well, why can't he man fight for for the honor of Grace go? It was just like, no, she's what? a girl, she don't get to fight for power, but she'll fight for the honor uh, you know it was just yeah, always kind of <laughs>
4: Well, they say originally that was the downfall of the whole He-Man thing. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but it's a no. um, it's a series, it's a series, and, and I think we will relate to it because this is our era. It's a series yeah. on Netflix called "The Toys That Made Us," and right now they have is a documentary, is a four-parter. Um, the first part is um Star Wars. That's the first episode. The second, the second episode is Barbie, the third episode is Masters of the Universe, and the fourth episode so far is um, G.I. Joe. Now they, um with the He-Man thing, they said the decline of He-Man was when they actually made She-Ra, because boys felt like if a girl could say I have the power and all that, you know, that kind of made He-Man it, kind it. of wimpy. We straight up, we straight up was
2: what about
1: We you got our massage We were, like, in 1985 or
2: 86
4: They but show like, how much bags. money Future They show scumbag. how much Yeah They show how it was put together, how much Like, this shit is very intricate So when y'all get a chance, look at it yeah. They are, like, 45 minutes a piece It was real okay. intricate How it came together, everything It's called The Toys Have That you you Made Us Have you ever seen, up. like,
2: the, the, the PBS special About the the history of comic books is like two hours long. Yeah, I did. Probably,
4: With uh Keith like David, yeah. But um, superheroes, superheroes unmasked. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, that's it. I remember when he yeah, came on. Um, I remember calling Bruce like, "Hey, you should probably turn on PBS right now." <laughs> but it was real cool. What tripped me out about him. that
4: one? Yeah. What tricked me out about that was the guy that wrote the book back in the day, and he said, um, comics was like. Um, decaying like America's mind, and he classified like the superheroes, like yeah, yeah, uh, Superman having Superman having a um, like a um, a Donis complex, and Batman, and he liking Batman and Robin to um, like a grown ass man with a little boy, you know what I mean, running around with a little boy in his house, like almost, you know what I mean, like to say if they was like yeah. lovers or some shit, like that, yeah, yeah that shit was yeah, I, crazy. I see what he's getting. That shit was crazy. All right, um, last um question for y'all for the night. I don't know if you saw it, Trav, but I know Rich probably, you know. been what, what you what what you guys think or make of, you know, the whole N.W. I mean, I'm liking it. The whole um, ten pounds of gold like series that's coming on YouTube as far as like, with Nick all and now with um Austin Idol being his manager and all that shit and the Austin Crusade. And I'm just um, listening because I know there's other, you know, everybody out there waiting to get on. All right, yeah, folks.
1: Appreciate it, Mike. Talk to you later. Appreciate you, man, always.
2: Are you uh following that <clears throat> NWA thing
0: with the 10 pounds of gold or whatever?
1: I'm going to surprise my man, Mike, and say I'm not. And that's just because, okay. there's a, you know, we I talk about this a lot when I do the show with Radic- Sean Radican on the weekend. There's only so much wrestling you can watch before you hit that saturation point, and I'm there. And so the NWA stuff, I appreciate it. I defer to Bruce. Like if Bruce says there's something good that's coming out of it, I'll watch. I like the idea of it, though, because it's very creative. They don't have television, so they're using YouTube to kind of spread the word and sell Aldis. The big question is going to be, what do you do when you have television and you need to sell just Aldis? And so that's where I'm, like, trying to figure it. And that's where an Austin Idol is really helpful with this stuff. Oh man!
2: Yeah, I haven't. I I do know when when I did the uh, uh, Keller post Show on Raw week, uh, last week, and he brought up you know his interview on interview uh, on the uh, podcast one with with all this and that he's the NWA champion. I'm like, oh great! They took it off that friggin' old guy.
1: Yeah, you the know, old Tim teacher who's like on all the steroids. <laughs> yeah, Tim Strong. Huh? Or Tim, whatever. Tim, yeah, Tim, Tim Strong Storm, or whatever. Man, I don't know. Tim Storm, that's right. It was just like,
2: come on, this is a, is this a joke? Like, you just watch a clip of his match. Like, this guy can't even like bend his body in ways that is a must <laughs> if you're going to be a right. professional wrestler. So,
1: I mean, I'm with people getting not sold shot, on but... the NWA. like,
2: this is their, this is the champion, and they're trying to come back and be relevant. I was so disappointed. But finding out, Nick, oh, this is the champion. It's like, oh, okay. I just need to keep hearing good things. And Mike saying that they got a good series on YouTube is, you know, one of those things. Like, okay. Well, like, I think eventually I'm going to have to start watching 205. Like, I watch 205. Like, it's I'm so weird. Like, I can hear the thing is getting good, and I'm like, eh. Like, fam, you sat through, like, some of the worst episodes of 205 live over the last year. Why are you when they getting good like, ah, eh, But it's like you said, it's just so much. You know, I'm so behind in so many of my like my entertainment stuff that it's like in the there's entertainment like how much stuff. Energy it's not like you, you can want to prioritize like, you know what? I'm going to like the only thing I do that like, okay, it's a Sunday or a Thursday usually a day off where it's like, "Alright, I'm going to read all these comic books or try to put a real dent in this pile." And yeah, it's just whatever. I end up playing Risk for three hours of a day when it's like, yeah, you could have been watching Spider Man or something or doing or or, or or catching up on this show. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I mean yeah. right now Good problems I, to I
2: have. I uh, too much fun and entertainment to be had.
1: Yeah, it's first world problems to be sure. I mean I got into an argument with Sean because Usually we're reviewing Powerbomb TV, and I canceled my subscription because they're embroiled in this big thing with uh, Mike Elgin where uh, one of the, the shows they stream is IWA Mid-South. And IWA yeah. intentionally booked Elgin because people weren't booking him after the sexual assault and, you know, all the other allegations that came out with involving him with the young woman and his decision to defend his trainee who was accused of sexual assault. I want to be clear with that not that he was accused of the sexual assault. Um, and, you know, Sean was saying, well, the guy who got fired from Powerbomb TV was also, like, a bit of a scumbag. But I'm like, at this point, like, I don't want to waste my energy trying to figure out which person is less of a scumbag. Because I can watch something else and enjoy it without having any scumbaggery. I can catch up on Agents of the Shield or... I could watch, like I don't have to watch wrestling. And I think people get really surprised when that happens with stuff.
2: I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a part of WWE's like plan, like if we just saturate the market, people won't want to watch other stuff.
1: It'll be easier to get us. We have good wrestling, we have the yeah. what we well, see on, as good wrestling it's on
2: TV. You know, all, you know, it's on
1: now. Shoot, I got to turn it on. Three
2: days of the week. I mean, not TV, but, you know, the network. There's something to right. watch all the time and with the network. So, yeah. Oh, right,
1: yeah. Are you, uh, do you have uh, NXT on yet?
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm watching.
1: Okay. Let me know when the Queen of Spades comes on to write the world of these punks. Ain't qualified to go up against her.
2: So a show with Pete Dunne and fucking Shayna Baszler's on it? Oh, for fuck's sake, honey!
1: Oh myself. my God! You, you listen, man, you don't. Again, you got this quality there. Like you'll go up with a Ember Cormier, but you ain't gonna give respect to the Queen. That ain't right, man.
0: Ember Moon
2: is a fucking cornball sister, okay? I don't really yeah. fucks with Ember Moon. But I got to pick between her and that piece of garbage, uh, Shayna Baszler.
1: It's a it's piece a, of garbage? I mean, she's an athletic powerhouse. I don't know, so I don't really know. trash. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, your biases. And then Pete Dunn, a fantastic wrestler who bends the rules occasionally, by my own admission, he I'm is a bit of a rap scallion. With, with the charcoal, with the charcoal brush. Yeah, he is the uh, best dude. that someone says, I think Cam said, like, looks like an ugly woman.
2: <laughs> he doing that Facebook? What do you look like? Is the opposite sex? It's just puts. It's just an ugly one. It's like puts makeup on his ugly face.
1: <laughs> oh. But yeah, I love me some Pete Dunn. I'm gonna WrestleMania oh that's right. We gotta start talking about that too, WrestleMania weekend once we get that set up. I mean there's still time, but we're gonna be yeah, having mean, post-cast, fan uh, by fan.
2: Well, I don't know. I gotta get my damn crit- I got I specifically gotta get clear. cleared. You guys, you and Cam are already going. You guys are for sure going to be in New Orleans, WrestleMania weekend. Um Right. If I'm not going to any of the events, I don't know if I'm trying to make that. I mean, yeah, I don't know if I'm trying to take off work and do all this shit just to hang out on Bourbon Street. I mean, that's fun and all, but, yeah. Um, so I'm going to need these media credentials so I can get, <laughs> get in WrestleMania, get in the Hall of Fame, all that shit.
1: Yeah, because that's going to help determine, like, if we get the media credentials, that means uh, I'm probably, from that email, probably going to side with some of the stuff Cody suggested that's, like, closer to the access spot, because that would be the wave as far yeah. as getting good food, hang out with people. So, you, you guys are here soon enough, but it's not going to be like the Observer, where it's, like, all the good stuff. We're not going to be going to some steakhouse and paying for y'all. It's going to be something we can afford. East Coast cast budget. Unless we going to bless us with the Torch Corporate credit card.
2: All right. Let me hold that card, Wade.
6: <laughs> let me hold it, Wade. Let me hold it for a second. Let me just hold it for Buying a second. Fine out
2: the bar. So, yeah, I mean, and, and most likely I'm sitting here thinking about, like, the moves we want to make during that weekend. And I almost kind of got to be there, like, even if I don't get in or get to go to the, yes. the shows. Like, I kind of got to.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, shoot. Now, how am I going to figure out the sister-wife situation with the Ivory deal if y'all ain't there as the justices of the peace? Sister-wife? Yeah. Yeah, Oh, Ivory's been been, been the one. She's been the one. Like, every time I brought her up on, like, the deep dive or something, my buddy Chris would be like, oh, I heard you brought up Ivory. It's like, see, why don't you keep your mouth shut? Keep her name out your mouth. Oh, is
2: that squad coming down? The uh, are they going to any of uh, New Orleans stuff?
1: No, I'm the only one out of the crew. My buddy Gillen is. My buddy Gillen is. It's just going to be the two of us. So if you come, Even Pete Dundas and
2: Shayna Baszler does that same stomp your arm, cheating-ass, bullshit move.
1: Oh, that's like, because she's Seriously, throw them um, out of
2: wrestling for doing
1: that. Yeah, they 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 both, they both learn the same style, that catch style the British style, the British strong style, if you will. No.
2: I think they should be thrown out of wrestling for that.
1: Completely. Just completely removed. Completely. That's a discrimination I would expect.
2: Indies, bingo halls, fuck out of here. I
1: think, I think you're just, I have on good authority that, uh, Right now, the best thing for them is to revamp their you. that's gear. what you
6: get, Pete Dunne, you piece of shit.
2: <laughs> Yo, he got bag over the top of the fucking ring steps. Oh. God damn. Oh, he's,
1: he, wait a he, minute. He's, he's wrestling Roderick Strong, isn't
2: he? Strong, yes. Yeah, right of him. Oh, jeez, That's
1: even So sad. what he he's did to
2: a Tommy over on the apron last week on 205... Yeah. He did that to be done on the top of the ring steps.
1: I mean, you don't get the nickname the Messiah the Backbreaker for nothing.
2: Fucking stomp his face in, Roddy.
1: See? Seriously. I don't like this, this Eurocentric, ethno-cleansing BS I'm hearing right now. He just got a poor guy from Wolverhampton trying to, like, make his way in the world. Hey. 23 year old man. We need to solve
2: this. We need to solve this. Matter of fact, we need a final
1: solution. Ooh, see, see, the views of Travis Bryant don't reflect those. We're not even a VIP yet, and this man (laughs) talking about solutions.
2: Right? See, Rich, bring out the bring out the villain in me. That's what it is. Rich, a bad influence. (laughs) Villain? No,
1: no. That's that sounds. This is some deep seated. uh, (laughs) I don't feel comfortable. Get the uh, Torch HR involved
2: hmm. <clears throat> Alright let's talk to uh, Let's talk to somebody I think this is Craig Craig oh, with Congress South Congress shirt uh, Craig is that One you? My friend.
6: This is Craig
2: What's happening man? Long time no hear Where the hell you been?
6: Hey how's it going? Uh, swell. And fuck Pete Dunn. All right, Craig. All Also, also right, Saber Jr. No, Shane Bazler's fine. Yeah, you can go the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. I don't of do. Bullshit. I don't do this. I, as I have said before, I don't deal with this joint manipulation bullshit. Yeah. You can't tell. Like every time they do that. They're, they're, like, holding their dude's hand on, like, they're they're bending it in a way and all this stuff. And the other dude's hand is free to just be like, dude, get off my hand. He, he can just swat his hand away or, like, move like his arm away from his hand. I can't suspend my disbelief, Rich. I'm sorry.
1: Listen, if you can suspend some disbelief on an arm drag or a, a drop toe hole, Or any of that other stuff. There's
6: only so far. I can suspend my disbelief on a guy running the ropes. I can suspend my disbelief for everything. But if you're telling me that a guy can't just be like, dude, get off my hand.
1: I don't deal with this
6: joint manipulation bullshit.
1: Listen, when you you come to New Orleans, I'll put you in a couple of locks. We'll see if you can move that hand around. (laughs) You know, I'll give you the Iggy i give you the Iggy let Rich, you know I'm going to have the soft Rich. touch.
6: Oh, uh, shit. Are you going to be in New Orleans, Craig? Is that what I'm hearing? I, I've never oh, gone to a WrestleMania New before, Orleans. but now I'm really tempted to. It's $122 both ways southwest. I'm thinking see, about I knew it. it. Just, I knew you were looking into it, Craig. You can put me in for joint manipulation.
1: Listen, listen. I'm not <laughs> I'll gonna be the special guest gonna, ref. Gonna, I mean, I'm going to bring in my special <laughs> ringer. I mean my special uh trainee uh because 'cause we're personal friends from back in the day
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, all right and and she going she gonna take care of it, and you know afterward we'll all have you know some adult sodas, I'll have myself an actual soda, and uh we'll see how it goes
6: yeah no no i'd have to I'd have to have a lot of adult sodas to let somebody just twist my hand around. And my other arm is flinging free, being like, no, 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 please don't. Please, no, no, don't, don't, with my other arm. See, like, Craig, you're, you're making your this arm sound
1: arm like there, a special victims like, unit push episode. Him. This is
2: getting awkward, see. <laughs> I'm going to call IC. Please, T. no, stop, no, don't.
1: <laughs> Craig, getting too silly.
6: Uh, I, I got. I got two of my overrateds out of there. I got Zack Saber okay. Jr. and he's done off the list. So I got ten more. I got my uh, overrated revival. Get the hell Uh-oh. out of here, Uh-oh. Undertaker. Please retire, <gasps> Brock Lesnar. The Undertaker. Yeah. Ooh,
1: spicy. See, you you trying to get people?
6: Ember Moon. I don't like her.
1: Mm, and the, the Rock. NBA, I'm with you. Okay, now now we're we feeling like Black History Month. It's, it's yeah, you're, you're you're using Black
6: History Month for the <laughs> it's wrong reason. out of here, sure. with The Rock. I got I got. Uh, it Maybe um, it's 2018. Like, Justin okay, Timberlake sure. and Prince in the same one.
2: Wait, and who?
6: Wait, you said. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You said Prince
2: is overrated.
6: Justin Timberlake and Prince can both just they're
2: overrated. Well. Wow! You're out of here. Justin Timberlake, sure, but come on. Like, I don't even
6: really, really like. I don't.
2: Like, I don't have any Prince music, right? So he's not a guy. Like, I grew up with him. My mom listened to everybody. I mean, I grew up. I was born in 1980, of of course. You know, yes, I I I, I love
6: Prince also.
2: But listen, listen, and I have my personal reasons why I don't like. Like Prince's attitude in a lot of ways, like he told Beyonce she's not going to be a true performer until she learns how to play an instrument, like man, fuck out of here, Prince, she got there she she if she's half writing any you know any amount of her song, she's right songwriting, she's singing, and she's out there dancing and choreographing and all that, and she's not a real performer Because she don't p- play the fucking oboe like you.
1: Listen, like, I get it, French, should play 12 instruments,
2: but that don't mean everybody should play one. You know, like, he's right, like, to be a better musician. Sure, absolutely. Quincy Jones, we talked about this last week, uh, 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 Rich. But to be like, you know, to be so flippant with, uh, you know, with somebody with the, the talent level of, like, Beyonce, like, what? And I'm not a beehive guy, you know. But. Yeah, but still, they say he's overrated. Like, man, shut your ass up, Craig. He's
6: overrated. overrated. Come on, you just gave him all the reasons. No, why, the I did not. I gave some personal kind of reasons deity.
2: why I don't like Prince. That, the, 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 the what he thinks about Beyonce has nothing to do with him. His rating.
6: That's just silly. Okay, okay, Trav. My point is: is Prince a deity? No, he's not. Therefore, he's overrated okay. because people consider him a deity.
2: All right. Well, how about he's one like... of the
1: seven deities? <laughs> oh, he probably is. I mean, you don't. I haven't been to the Church of Hardy yet. I don't know. <laughs> Craig, Craig, count uh, on saucy to begin with. What is going on,
6: sir? You are. A... I'm just trying. I'm just trying to get it out because I had this. This has been written down since last week. I. I Oh, okay. I had Chinese coming in, so I couldn't. I couldn't say it all, and I didn't want to write an email about it. But uh, Bruce Pritchard overrated, and I want to do shows live. Uh, CFO dollars totally overrated. They steal everybody else's music. Whoa, yeah. whoa! Listen to Jim Johnson. This dude. This dude. Jim Johnson I lived didn't. his whole life. i what? Uh, you he used the
2: same riff over and over again. Yeah, the riff he created.
6: Yeah, at least he Oh you <laughs> Oh
1: my God, this is an unoriginal piece. Y'all man, both of y'all better sit several seats yeah. down. Wait,
2: you gotta you just wait a second. The argument's being made that one one guy's rip- a rip-off artist, and the others and the other use the same thing over and over, and and he's the unoriginal one.
1: Wait a minute, CFO. I don't care what I'm, you do I'm, over I'm, and over again whole... if
2: you're at least if it's your thing, it's yours and you're original.
1: But see, the whole thing with CFOs, I'm saying they are original. They got beats on beats on beats on beats. Sasha Banks is bitch. different than Becky Lynch, which is different than. Uh, he stole Black, that from
2: uh, he stole thing. that from Magoo, not even Timbaland. He stole. That's why Magoo ain't uh, ain't the shit no more.
6: <laughs> what my five year old son? I,
1: man.
2: He stole. Yeah, yeah. He stole Trey' uh, hard drive with all his beats on it. See,
6: that's what happened. It's hard to have that appropriation yeah. argument if you're gonna if you're gonna vouch for CFOs, man. Come on.
0: What are you, what are you
6: well, about? They don't the appropriation. CFOs are everybody off.
2: Well, you're it's a real thing, a but it's not you're like a man. real, real thing. Real thing. I hate that word. I hate that term. But
1: like when you're talking about the idea of appropriation, when you have two black dudes I, using hip hop beats like, more so than like Jim Johnson, who had like the same bleep blorps that he saved from 1982 in his keytar. Those are the so
6: bleep blorps. He made those bleep
1: blorps in oh the God. beginning. But so did so did CFOs like. Sasha Banks, that whole thing? Becky Lane?
6: CFOs are using King Crimson's bleep blurbs.
1: Let's disrespect. Blurbs as,
2: as, a, as a thing.
6: <laughs> Listen, okay. Sasha, all of the,
1: the, the CFO beats got lyrics. The only lyrics Mr. Johnson had were stuff that he had to steal from uh, Jimmy Hart, and then they had to stop using.
6: How do you know? How do you know Jim Johnson ain't on my uh, overrated list? Just just yeah, what lyrics got to do with anything?
1: Because that means you are lyrically superior than this chump. Who made
2: Randy Orton? Who I put music? up there? Who made Batista's music?
1: Those are actually bands. Uh, Randy Orton is. Uh, I think that might be Downstate or one of those guys that Cody used to have all the time too.
2: No, uh, he he. But Jim Johnson wrote the wrote the wrote the music though.
1: Trust me, I know. You know. Gave, listen, Randy Orton's yeah. theme song is May, Voices," and that's by uh, I got Cordify up here. Get out of here! I don't want to be playing his poop. Jim C Johnson. Randy
6: Jim, yeah, the C's for cheat. <laughs> There's only two songs I want to hear less than Rev Randy Perry. Orton's song Rev and it's Perry. Dolph Ziggler's song and Baron Corbin's new song. I like Baron Corbin. They song. changed was, uh, it right.
1: up. Baron Corbin's new song is the one they got from Jim Johnson on the way out because they changed it up because they were trying to keep CFOs on the show. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> he's a few... <he's> <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! No, no, up. that was listen, look, it y'all look, at, y'all look it up. Y'all can look it. Y'all can look it up. I talked about it the week they changed his music because CFOs put on Twitter, we didn't make that because yeah. people were like, why, why, why? Baron Corbin's song, Booty, now. Of- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime it's got that crap, that's Jim Johnson's name on it. He took some uh, Acolytes or one of those Druid beats and then threw it on top with some stupid slick guitar. Oh, oh! About and to, catch, Johnson, that air, years about to old. catch that man, air. he ain't
2: making, he ain't making fire beats since 2018. CFOs are in the prime of their career. Young, fuck out of here. He's a slander, make it my all man. The
4: they Jim make it Chauncey Johnson,
1: mm. cheat, code Johnson. <laughs> that man been downloading <laughs> since the days. That man got had one of those Mad Cat controllers. That's how much of a cheat he was. Always trying to get the advantage. Come on, Pete. Come on, Pete.
6: Oh, oh! Look at that small joint. Look at that small joint. Get him out. Oh, look at that small joint. Get him out of no, the love, for the oh, love of
1: just Pete! just fell
6: out the ring. He just fell out the ring. Are you able to use that hand now? Me, yeah, me, and Rich so are on the same. Ha- oh, me and Rich are on the same one, Trav. We're a little Might bit be behind. You. Bit of in though. About to catch that bit of in. Uh oh. Uh oh. What
1: happened? Small joint led to CTE. That's all I gotta say. Jeez, oh, Pete. garbage. Mm, nah, I'm not gonna let y'all slander <laughs> my man. Oh,
6: yeah. uh, my last, my last overrated before I get to my underrated is uh, Roman Reigns. Because of his powerhouse, he is not a powerhouse. Every move that Roman Fire. Reigns does that is considered powerhouse. Is a leverage move. Ooh!
0: Okay. If you watch him, and Wait
6: a I've second. been, I've been thinking this. He does a, this a power strategic. bomb.
2: He does a spear. He does a a punch.
6: At every move that drop Roman Reigns does considered a power move. Is you could do it, Trav. Samoan drop. I, drops. Okay, I can do. I can do a lot of
2: things. Doesn't mean it's going to have the impact of a guy, you know, two hundred sixty pounds and. You know, muscled up like he is. I'm like,
6: I'm telling you, Black Tiger watch bomb. him watch I've been I've been watching him like this for two years now because it's it's the thing that annoys me most about Roman Reigns. And I don't like, I don't mind
0: Roman Reigns
6: as a character. I mind that they call him a powerhouse because every move he does, he does that thing with the you know, he picks the dude up, but the dude is like grabbing his wrists as he picks him up and does that little power bomb thing. Ever the Samoan drop is a leverage move. Like, everything he does, he doesn't, like, actually physically slam anybody. Listen, you do understand. Hey, Craig, you do understand
2: the idea of selling and taking moves is to make it as the as the least difficult for the guy giving you the move is possible, right? That's why when you I take mean, a body slam, you post and you put your arm and you put your hand on their That's upper thigh so you take away so you're taking away a lot of the uh, you're not just dead weight.
6: So but, in a, in a and drop he he's, he's put the guy on his shoulders. Me it's not a he,
2: leverage move. Tell me the guy he's up, a up good on his receiver. shoulders and don't tell me back.
6: he's powerful Craig, I got eyes. I can see
3: that the man's powerful. He's 6'4 and 260 pounds.
2: Like he's a powerhouse in anybody's definition. Except this weird one that you've come up with, that he's not a powerhouse? Since when? What is he, a a high flyer? Is he a spot monkey? If he's not a powerhouse, what is he? He's
3: average.
2: Okay. So what's Bobby Roode then? They must be the same.
6: Because no. Bobby Roode, I would oh, say, is average. Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode ain't as muscular.
0: It's,
6: you're not so telling, me, you telling me, you can't tell me he's a, a powerhouse. powerhouse right? Cena's more power, Cena's way more powerful than Roman. He's like at least three times is more powerful than Roman Reigns.
2: You no know what he actually not about the head somebody up. Dungeons and Dragons esque fucking argument.
6: <laughs> hey, we gotta roll. Roll we, for we power. Done it before. I just did it. I just did it what? because the reason the line. But anyway. I wanna I wanna do my underrated list really quick. Really, really quick. Okay. Underrated. Bailey. Who stop Ali, two oh five live, main event. Titus World Why? What was she doing C-C-E-E? there? Well who, who, why, what why was she on two oh five?
2: Hello, yo. Why was Bailey on Two Hundred Five sure. Live?
6: No, no, no. This, this is my twelve. My twelve underrated. Bailey Mustafa Ali Two Hundred Five Live. Main oh event. God
2: damn it! I heard that um, all as one sentence. Bailey <laughs> Mustafa Two Hundred Five Live. I thought I heard Bailey Main Event at Two Hundred Five Live. Like what? <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay,
2: okay. Yep. Bailey Mustafa Ali Live.
6: 205 2F5 Live main event, Titus Worldwide, Ishii, Toriano. Main event. Main event. Underrated. Okay, what was the last match?
2: What was the the, the last two main even. events of main event?
6: Well, the Bailey was just on one of them, but you can't say it's not underrated unless you watched it. So I'm just saying, it's underrated. I think in a uh, technical Tony sense Arnold,
2: it's underrated because nobody fucking watches. So yes, as far as ratings go, they're true. under. <laughs> Shane and you know, Stephanie it. is underrated. Who I missed the last Sam little. Roberts. Peter Rosenberg.
6: What? Shane
0: Peter
2: and Rosenberg Seth- is Sam- underrated,
6: Craig. Yeah. Sam Roberts and Peter Rosenberg. That's in the same thing. Uh, <sighs> Bing bang is underrated. The deep dive with much Stan is the underrated. The Theory is like and the number one comedy
2: in America for like the last five, eight years. How is that underrated? Still, Everybody knows shot. about it. It's the only show that gets like 18 million viewers,
6: 15 million viewers a week. <laughs> Under- it's underrated oh. by people I talk to. How about that? These are all things that I've, like, are underrated by yeah, people I talk to. Right.
2: And wrestling Lightning social media. And
6: Roman Reigns is
2: in a powerhouse. Your list lack a certain amount of credibility,
6: Craig. Craig-tability. Hey, at least, I, at, least, at least I didn't bring up the fact that he called him Master at Arms. And I love you guys, and I hope you have a great night, and I hope you enjoy the Black Panther movie. And Black Lightning also is underrated. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I got to
1: watch. I got to start watching. You haven't started yet? No. man. I, what did I just say about this? too much television? But Tuesday is you, Flash. Aren't you watching
2: Which
1: Flash? What do you right do after now? Flash goes off? The Blacklist.
2: The who? Oh,
1: NBC. Yeah. And I'm behind on that. Or it's either the Blacklist or on Fox there's Lethal Weapon. So Tuesdays are especially rough for me.
2: Oh, you know what? Since we're talking about this, this was for Cam, or because Mike from Grand Rapids uh, sent in a he, you know, he specifically said free show you know, non-VIP topics uh, but, you know, but I, I let Cam, I didn't know Cam had to go at 6.45, so um, I didn't get to it, but it's uh, you know I don't, there's no reason you can't you know, answer these questions, so uh, so Mike from Grand Rapids chimes in. Uh, a few months ago, I subscribed on a whim to the to the Marvel title Runaways, which is starting anew with issue one. Wait, when he says "subscribed," I think he just means started buying. Does Marvel has a subscription thing that I'm not aware of? <laughs> so anyway, um, I hadn't heard of it previously, but the premise sounded cool. I ended up enjoying it quite a bit and was pleasantly surprised to learn that there was a TV show in the works. Uh, This was the reason I recently signed up for a trial month of Hulu. I watched four episodes and I'm enjoying it so far. Cam mentioned a few shows ago uh, and I was... Oh, Cam mentioned the show a couple a weeks ago and was hoping he could expound on what he likes or doesn't like about it. So, well, that was Cam-centric or at least, but... You're familiar with uh, Runaways. Uh, Did you read the
1: book? Uh, I read some of it, but I haven't read all of it. I really like the premise of it, though, because having parents that were supervillains and evil, and then you're just trying to live with that legacy. Uh, Obviously, in the comics, Uh, you had a little bit more with the powers. Yeah, because, like, these kids walk in and their parents are, like, basically the Legion of Doom or, you know, you name evil Cabal. And so because of that, they like run because they realize like, oh, they murdered this hero and we got to get out of here. And so they go on the run because they don't want the legacy and they don't want to be associated with it. So it's really good. I haven't read it all, though. But I am starting, you know, on your suggestion, I've been starting Chew. So I try to read that in my free time.
2: Well, a couple weeks ago, you just flat out after after being a being a backer of his, you just threw him completely under the bus, and I'm talking about the writer of current writer of Falcon and writer on the Runaways TV show, Rodney Barnes. <clears throat> and I, I saw on Twitter somebody wrote about how issue five that came out today of of of, of Falcon um, was great and a great end to the to his first arc. And I was like, yeah, I bet it was. Rich wouldn't know though, because he threw that man all the way under all the wheels of the bus.
1: I just and feel like it's a little over. too, like,
2: all it's a little too
1: cloying body. and pandering. And See, you, you got to bring this up. I'm, just, I'm not trying to say man, they shouldn't have it a job. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it gets better.
6: If it gets better, if it gets <laughs>
0: better, I'll watch. <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, I mean, oh, that's right.
1: So, yeah, um, I'm looking at the uh, biography. During the original Civil War of the Runaways, the original Civil War event, the Young Avengers, the team I keep telling you to read about, had to help the runaways fight off government agents.
2: So we're going back to 07 Civil War?
1: Yeah. So this is, like, your girl Kate Bishop and uh, Cassie Lang and uh, who else was in the Young Avengers? That would have been uh, Patriot.
2: But not Rashawn.
1: No, not Rashawn. It was another black uh, young man. Mm. Oh, okay. And you'll appreciate this. Uh, yeah. During the second, during the first Civil War, Deadpool was commissioned to hunt heroes down, and he would frequently remark how he'd like to capture those newbile young Avengers because he always got to be extra.
2: Wait, who said
1: it? Deadpool.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah, he's like, I won't catch them new Bao young Avengers bringing me the good news. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, so Mike continues. Uh, this was the reason. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, oh, that was I already read that. Uh, also, the Orville is on Hulu now. Cam definitely wouldn't have been able to talk about this. So, uh, love the Orville. I've watched some of that as well. I enjoyed it as well. I've enjoyed it well enough. But was surprised that it was largely panned by the critics as having some funny, oh, sorry, having some sort of identity crisis. I can't decide, it can't decide on comedy, drama, sci-fi. Travis, what do you like about this show? Thanks, always, Mike. Um, well, Rich's opinion as well. Um, the idea that it has to decide and pick whether it wants to be drama, comedy, or sci-fi is fucking stupid. Like, if you do, if you do a good job of having all three of those elements, obviously sci-fi because it's in the future, but so the, the the theme is, so they're not trying to do sci-fi, it's just, it's not a, you know what I mean? Like, if it's set, that's the setting, so it's just genre, per, it's, it's sci-fi, period.
0: Uh,
2: so it's the it's the drama comedy part. Why can't there be both? Like. It's
6: 2018.
1: I think they, I think they do a really good job. I think he's done historically a really good job on Family Guy and all his other properties with mi- mixing humor yeah. and absurdism. It's so about I them think it's not liking
0: Seth MacFarlane.
1: Right. I think it's really unfair. It's about that he them not him not wanting him to step
2: out of his lane and do something like this. Like, hey, you're in a comedy, a half-hour animated. Guy, go make another Cleveland show, make the you know the Swanson show or something. Get you know leave our right. sci-fi stuff to the people who know what to do. And as if there isn't room, like he's not supremely talented. Like come on, guy, I man, a guy can write a musical in his sleep, and you're
3: like from you know. But that's, a the, that's the thing.
2: That... A guy that can write a musical in his sleep, who's funny, who can write. Really timely, scathing uh, 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 jokes, but also can create characters and build drama and and do all this in a sci-fi setting. It's like the guy who can do everything. Who's like,
1: you he's, know, he's, he's been, the uh, writing version of Prince. He there isn't a totally. medium that he can't uh, achieve greatness in.
2: Totally, and like I think Prince could, could do a fucking rock because, song. Prince could do a pure right. pop song. Prince could do probably reggae. and Fucking funk and... Fu- I mean, for sure, funk. But, you know, all that kind of stuff. And do it very well and better than some people who do just reggae, just rock, just pop, just... And he was able to... Like, imagine somebody saying, Prince has an identity crisis. He doesn't know if he wants to be pop or or R&B. Like, bitch, he's fucking Prince. He can do it all. Because he's not overrated, oh, Craig.
1: WWE hired better version of Jinder Mahal. And I'm crying. What are you talking about? TM61? No, they hired Mahabashali Shira. Oh. Okay. The dude, from, the dude who like, they tried to single-handedly save India with, with TNA. The dude who did the Shira shake. I don't know who he is, Cam, uh, Rich. Hmm?
4: What?
2: I know who the man is. I know who he is. Oh, I I don't
1: know. Sometimes
0: you don't know. I was to man, no,
4: He's going man, by I his whole his
1: whole name, name though, Amon Preach Singh. Coming out looking like mm-hmm. Roman Reigns' his older brother. Oh wait, I
2: don't know what if I did tell you and maybe you didn't like peep, but do do you know you know Pre is right? No the former US attorney from oh, the southern district of new york oh i thought you were
1: talking york. about arrest, i i was in the wrong frame of mind yeah yeah, 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 they yeah kind of
2: just switch up so he's the guy you know Obama, or trump fired after saying he was he, his job was safe and what well he does a podcast
0: yeah.
2: now uh called stay tuned with preet and it's been going uh, you know for for a while now 6 months i think there's a about twenty, twenty 20 episodes. Um, let me see. Stay tuned with Preet. Yeah, like his first episode back in September, he interviewed like, uh, um, Leon Panetta, Mm -hmm. you know, he's had Maggie Haverman on from the Times, Uh, Vanita Gupta, who's a civil rights uh, lawyer, Uh, Lisa Monaco,
0: John Miller,
2: who who was like a mob lawyer or something, or a prosecutor or some shit, so just, like, heavy hitters, like, in, like, politics and, like, that realm of uh... – oh, Bill Browder, who was, a, who was close friends with – uh, or not close friends, but he was – yeah, he was friends and his, the lawyer of Sergei Magnitsky, who the guy who the Magnitsky Act is named after the Russian sanctions and uh telling his like that's an episode that you immediately listen to. Like listen to what Sergey Magnitsky went through. Like he found all this corruption and shit and then the Russian uh 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 financial and oligarchical system and they murdered that man like s- super publicly. Like not literally like on the streets but like yeah, like no doubt about it kind of shit. So yeah. So, yeah, just yeah, stay tuned with Pre. It's definitely a podcast worth uh, going out of your way. He had Jeff Flake on there and shit. Like, what? Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: so I'll definitely check it out. I mean, the big thing for me is just finding, like, I'm not a big – like, you know me. I, I wasn't the biggest Bernie Sanders fan. I respected the stuff by the end especially. But, like, the, uh, the Chapo Trap House, I can't do that because it's just – Blaming everything on Democrats And not putting any ownership on the very people Who helped elect the president Who's Trap House? Uh, Chapo Trap House? Here, I'll send you a link It's like, it's big You might like it I, I don't, just because it's, It was the one where like uh, They were um They, they it's, it's these two white dudes who keep getting in trouble For saying things and then they come back And it's like, well, we didn't mean this, we meant this because one of the things they were talking about is, like, at the end of the day before Democrats unite, the uh, establishment guys going to have to take the knee and just get out of the way and let, you know, whomever, like, if it's Bernie, if it's whoever, take, you know, if it, as long as it's the extreme left, it, it gets, you know, it, and it became like, well, we're not telling black folks they were talking at the time about um, – uh the older remember the older black woman who's in uh the Senate that uh Trump was jumping down her throat for a little bit? I can't remember <clears> her name right um, now. Um Um
2: fuck. Um That was a or something Yeah Oh yeah Oh you're
1: talking
2: about Maxine Waters, Auntie Ma Auntie Maxine. Maxine Waters.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah Auntie Maxine so they were talking she it on her Chris Hayes
2: last night too. But,
1: yeah. I yeah. really wish, I mean, this is, you know, this is a sound to know. I really wish Brad and Britt would cover some of that because they cover so much of Fox News, they really are missing some of the fun stuff that's going on on, like, MSNBC.
2: Funny stuff that's going on Uh-oh. where?
1: MSNBC and CNN. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no.
2: Ain't no, uh, oh, fuck that bitch. Queen of Let's keep it, Keep it moving. Queen keep keep the conversation going. All right, so uh, oh, so I know we kind of went off on a on a thing there, but the, we get back to I'm the
0: Orville. To it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right, bringing that VIP feel to to the live show. Actually, Orville, um, critics just didn't like Seth MacFarlane and if you right. looked on the on the the critic score was low and the fan score was extremely high like the critic score was like 10% right. or 13% and the fan score was 90% so it it, it tells me right there i never want to listen i never want to listen to professional critics critic online critics or whoever these rotten tomato fuck faces are Like if the people watching the thing that aren't paid to fucking watch stuff are giving it a ninety percent, but you dickheads are giving it a thirteen percent, I'm gonna go with the people. And people are idiots and like trash, but yeah, no, I'm sorry. Um, it's the same thing. So there's a po- there's a uh, YouTube podcast I listen to watch. And they're called Mixed Tees, um,
0: mm.
2: M-I-X-E-D, uh, Tees, Tees, And I started watching, I, I subscribed to their channel because they were one of the dedicated sh- shows that were doing every ep- reviews of every episode of The Orville. So, like, after episode one or two of The Orville, when I went looking for stuff to, reviews to watch... I found them like their format, and um, and 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 started and kept and started following and subscribed. They had an episode where it was all, all they did was was talk about uh was talk about the top twenty the top twenty like shows or something? Damn, I'm looking for it right now. But as they went as they went through like the shows, like the number twentieth the twentieth show and like the fan the, the critics. The shows that were at the bottom the fans liked. And as they got higher and higher to the ones that the, that these critics put out, the top 20 shows to or whatever, they're ranking these 20 new shows or whatever the format was. The shows that they had, number one, the critics ratings that were 80 and 85 and 90 percent had, mm-hmm. it was the inverse, had 20 percent fan uh, reaction or whatever.
1: So Orville was at like
2: eighteen, and they had that ten percent critics approval and ninety percent fan approval. By the time you got to the number one show, it was the inverse. It was ninety percent critic approval and ten twenty percent fan approval, and it was absurd. It was like, how can there be a like? If I'm paying these critics, I'm I'm wondering why is there such a disconnect between um, you, know, well, and, at, like, and, you know, what the critics like what they like and, and what the, the fans um, like. Oh, it's called I'm Happy I'm Arbor Day Critics. If you, if you, if you, if you're at all interested, the the channel is Mixed Tees, and the video is from three months ago. It's called Happy Arbor Day Critics. Dot dot dot. And uh, and it's just 22 minutes wood. of them going over this list. Huh?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it now. It says Happy Arbor Day. Critics have some wood.
2: <laughs> yo, whoop her ass, yo! Ever Moon is on fire, uh, but she just hurt her arm. Yeah,
1: check her, check her. I want to check her for performance enhancing drugs because I don't remember her being this aggressive in their NXT Takeover match. I feel like she has an edge of some sort. Check those eyes. So, her eyes definitely look a little. So, yeah. So
2: Mike, watch. If you, Mike specifically wrote the email, watch that episode of, or watch that video that they put up and they hit I mean they hit a lot of my like how I felt like and how anybody oh, no. with common sense who likes that show and knows it's a good show and would look at their score like what? Like what is wrong with that? You go wait, they have it out for somebody. Like something's like the show is a, it's great. Like uh, 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 Rich, tell people how good this fucking show is because people don't always take my word for it.
1: No. Okay, here's the thing. I love the new Star Trek. I think it's awesome. I think it's it's really poignant. I like the the, the mystery of some of the stuff going on. Orville blows it out of the water. And I was not ready to admit that until I really went back and rewatched the episode with the sex of the child and just... Oh, the yeah, yeah, uh, gender
2: reassignment episode. Yeah. yeah,
1: like that was so like he the people don't realize the amount of uh, 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 not clarity, but the way he was so sophisticated with handling that without it being overly mm-hmm. preachy.
2: Mhm. Not preachy at all. You know, like that was just, outstanding. And then at the end of man. at the end of. Uh, at the end of uh, not that one, it was around that time how you just don't get an answer sometimes. You just don't get a, 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 a you don't get a satisfying conclusion because everything doesn't get a oh, let's dust our hands off and and this is wrapped up nice neatly in forty four right. minutes. It's like no, sometimes uh, it's just like you hope to break even and that's the win. You know, or it goes off on like a bit of a sad note. Like it's like the critics said. I didn't. I'm not a fan of any of the Star Wars or Star Treks, but they were like it's way more Trek than Star Trek. And it they is were talking about the new one.
1: And then season two is going to be even crazier.
2: Mhm. Season two, they're going to have probably a bigger budget. They're going to have. Oh, they add, oh, already good.
1: added some new cast. I don't know if you saw. Um, they added Jessica Szohr. Who she? She is. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it in the group me for you. When you see her, you might recognize her. Come
4: on, what? What happened? What I don't the know what fuck? You're talking about. Ain't no talking
6: about ring the bell, man. You gotta nah, be kidding me.
4: So.
6: You have got to be kidding me.
1: Oh, there goes that shoulder Be ashamed if something
2: Yeah, to here we go Oh, oh now you are going to ring the bell Fuck out of here <laughs> I won't say that until, until it happens you, So you get to see
1: it Oh, oh, see Oh, yeah, I like this I like. Oh, whoops. Yeah. Be ashamed if something happened to that arm Be a real shame if something No, to you, that you arm. ain't even get to the good part Be a real shame Listen, Marcus that's your name. I need to speak to a manager.
2: Watch your back. Yeah, stupid oh, bitch. Oh, Sneaky, oh,
6: oh, bitches. oh! Call the ref. Where's the bell ref? Where's the bell ref? This is this. Is, I'm part worse than Pearl Harbor. Uh, <laughs> oh my God,
1: General Jesus! No, no, Shayna, Shayna, get out of this. I am I am saddened and disappointed at the pirate princess. There was this is none of her concern. She could have kept a little sparkly behind in the back.
2: Is Kyrie Sane looking a little heftier up top?
6: Uh, or is it just the way that she's probably been lifted is
2: like. Mm, nah, I she's been lifting, and I think. I'm talking about the fatty when, tissue what? in front of the pec.
1: No, I think it's about the same. I think it just might be, you know. Maybe
2: I'm just noticing.
1: I think you're just noticing. She don't look.
2: She don't look like, you know,
1: like on Instagram.
2: Like, oh my God, Kyrie Saint is flames. Like she got that Charlotte thing. Like in like regular clothes, she getting eight. But her wrestling outfit doesn't. Her wrestling gear.
1: Right. Like if she wore Shayna Baszler's outfit, it would be more pronounced.
2: She's shaped like a boy. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? So see? anyway, see? Right, that's, uh, I mean, she is. Boy, body is.
1: Nah, she is shaped like a fine, athletic woman. You do not judge that woman and body shame her. You're right. Because you have some. Yeah, you're right. Let's see. Oh, now look at Kari saying She protected Ember Moon with that one arm. Now Ember Moon's trying to
2: shove her off. I watched that scene. Ember
1: Moon. Ember Moon was legit ten seconds away from having to become an amputee, and she's shoving somebody away. Get Ember on me, me, man. all right, yeah.
2: get, on, get
1: on. All, all right, right, let's uh, me head
2: there. out west and talk to Brian. Bring him on, 27-year pro wrestling oh, torch man. VIP subscriber and newsletter newsletter reader. Uh, wow. Brian, what's happening?
5: Hey, um, sorry about that. Hey, Travis. Um, hey, Rich. Hopefully, you both have a real good night.
1: Yeah. Thank you, sir.
5: Yeah. Hey, um, are you? I mean, because this almost sounds like a VIP. You guys gonna still do a VIP? because I can still drop a letter in there. Yeah. I yeah. People, uh, I mean, what
1: we're gonna do after man. we
5: get off the phone? I'm gonna
1: get. You know, if we have we have content, we can we can do it. Because okay. I'm gonna yeah. just uh, go downstairs. We already have our Valentine set for Saturday night, so I'm just gonna eat
5: dinner real quick and then get ready for VIP. Okay, and and Rich, remember, don't let Trav keep uh, sleep shaming you because he's uh, notorious for that. Well, you know, when when you got a day off, the next day you can you can you know wild out.
1: When you got to go to work and contribute to the economy, like the good president told us we should, you know. <laughs> well,
5: you know, Charles be getting those breakfast burritos, so he'd be you know he's out there at least spending a little bit of money on his days off, right?
1: Hmm. <laughs> He's spending
5: it in the I wrong place. Like As I hear, I hear he's spending it with the wrong people. I
1: got,
5: a, um, I, I, it I got a couple of non-wrestling topics, and I was going to put this in the email, but I want you to talk about it now, Rich. Rich I'm sorry about that since we, since I have you here. Um, last week you talked about your dislike of mayonnaise, and I'm never not a huge mayo mm. guy. I don't, I don't have any in my house right now because I'm not making any sandwiches. But what about Miracle Whip? Is that in the same thing? Ugh, Miracle Miracle Whoa. Whip, yeah, I'm out. I'm out on that too. Miracle uh, Whip. Why are why
1: why you? Why would
2: anybody ever put that on? It, uh, cool. Yeah. Horrible, horrible stuff.
5: Okay, so neither are you are fans of the Miracle Whip. Okay. Um.
2: I'm, so, i I'm, I really get indignant about people that go it's it's the same. Like what the
5: fuck is wrong with
2: your burnt out over you know, taste buds that you think miracle whip and mayonnaise are the same thing. Like one's gross and one sh- one's creamy deliciousness.
1: Mm. Creamy deliciousness.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs>
1: Man talking crazy.
2: So, Ooh. so anyway,
5: yeah. Hey terrible, so um speak so speaking of uh, like, Coast uh cast.
0: <laughs>
5: yeah, 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 there you go. Uh I'll think of something besides the Eat Coast Cast. But speaking of the E Coast Cast, by the way, uh tonight I had yeah. dinner at Applebee's and I had a really good time at Applebee's having dinner, so nice.
1: I'm a big Applebee's fan, but what...
5: So, uh the problem with the segue with the Applebee's part is that we and I, I put the we there or the capital w should be able to go in there and not have any kind of problems at all um because you know normally when something happens um you know everybody's going to be a little special going to be extra careful so i should walk into applebees and have no problems at all with anybody with any servers or any managers at all that's what's been going on in the national news with them yeah they oh, tried shit they've be been uh, like
2: being
1: assholes to people on that,
5: uh, yeah uh, please, Rich, go ahead and uh, tell the uh, tell the story real quick.
1: Oh, no, I was just going to say that they're in the same boat as a couple of years, you know, decades ago,
5: where you had
1: to deal with the the way people, they, they have the code word. So what they accused two young black ladies of dining and dashing when they had no intention of doing it. And then when the police officer got there, he told them to stop overreacting.
5: And also called on video too, they were videotaping it. Or uh recording yeah. on their phone, I should say. Not videotaping. Right.
2: Yeah, I saw I saw the headline, didn't know, didn't read a a, a bunch into it, but yeah. Um they had like a receipt or something, like where you were here yesterday and did the same thing. Like late no we weren't. We right. were here. Here's the Instagram post. <laughs> you know, across town at this whatever. And it was they even I, tried to tell thing the officer, was,
1: like can we just pay our bill and go? And he's like, well, put yourself in my shoes here. What would you do? Like,
2: not be a fucking piece of shit. What do you mean? Matter of fact, I'm not paying a fucking goddamn thing. Now I am dining and dashing, you fucking scumbags. Like, who dines and dashes and then goes back the next day to do it again? (laughs) Like, that takes a (laughs) balls. (laughs) You're going to be like, don't you try that again to give you a stern talking to. They are gonna be like, "Hell no, get out of our
5: place." I I, I agree, Trav. I mean, you know, there's that human thing about you always want to uh, you always that a person wants to return to the scene of a crime to see what happens. Um, but I don't I don't see how somebody, unless you're, in, I say, insane, that you would go back the next day and try to and and then <laughs> I'm assuming try to dine right. and dash again, not gonna pay, you know?
2: Right, and I don't know if it was the same way Like, come on, like, yeah.
5: Well, the way that again, I'm not very, I'm not hugely. I didn't read uh, every line of the uh, of the article, but I understand it was the server and the, the same server and the same manager. At least they were there both nights. So, oh, um, sake. so hey, Trav, really quick. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have you repeat yourself. But wh- what was you said it was the the, the website that you said was it mixed teas is what you said. The uh, I'm sorry, the YouTube channel. Oh, it's was the channel mixed on YouTube,
2: Tease? mixed like a uh, don't mix mix your Darks and white laundry.
5: So, M-I-X-E-D uh, yeah. in it. So, I'm on here now, and I'm not seeing this. And you said that the the episode was Arbor Day? It's yeah. Called so happy so Arbor Day search, yeah. Happy well, Arbor Day, critics. happy
2: Arbor Day Go to their videos, scroll back to three months. As you say, uh, happy Arbor Day critics.
5: I was doing that, and I didn't find it. But I will uh, I have it right here. And I'll, oh, there it is. Okay, of course. I was say that. There it is right there.
0: Do
2: you watch so the critics uh, first? Uh, I don't.
0: Horrible.
2: Okay. So you might yeah, not get it. You might still nah, there being indignant, but you won't understand, like, that they have a point to make making.
5: Well, I want to support you, Travis. That's the reason I'm going to watch it and support your views. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. I so, watched the show,
5: too. It's only 13
2: episodes, so it's, it's really
0: good.
5: Yeah, it's one of those things where, and you, you speaking that, you still got those, per, um, not person of interest, is it? No, it's not. For no, it's no of that
0: of
2: too. I never finished. I was thinking about this today. How I'm a terrible finisher. I never mm. finished Person Adventures. Never finished, Twelve fucking Monkeys. Just, mm. yeah.
5: So I have like, you know, 21 episodes of Gotham on my DVR. And, you know, who knows if I ever get to them. So... Um, so I mean, um, and I, I, li- I, was listening to the. You talking about the one episode where they went to like a future Earth or something. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm listened to what you say, of course. I just haven't had, I just haven't sat down and watched it. So one of these one of these days, I'll have a day off and I'll do something like that. Hey, um, I'm gonna let you see your own go. Cause I'm, the, I'm sorry. We were Flash or Orville. I was talking about Orville, uh, Flash. Yeah, and well, just, one
1: hey, little should I, I don't want to ruin, I don't want to ruin it for you. But early on, one of my favorite episodes of the Orville. Is where they realize everything that happens after that episode was not meant to happen, and they have to deal with the the vagaries of like time travel, decision making, and all this. You remember that episode, Travis? Wait. I, I
2: I may I, I don't know. I'm still I'm stuck okay, on so future Earth.
1: I'm not gonna spoil it for you. So they they uh so quick synopsis, Brian, because I don't wanna I don't wanna give too much away they go on a mission and they get pulled over by this person who essentially says I'm from the future and you guys were supposed to die oh, 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 and my, my whole Charlie job is yeah, Charlize Theron's whole job is to like salvage ships right before they die because you're not going to miss what never was supposed to be around anyway. And so from that point on they're operating with the knowledge that they died three, basically, but, days into the mission. But you
2: also, without trying to get too much away, you don't I'm not know trying to spoil. Char- Charlize was a scumbag and a criminal. So who knows try, if she I was telling the do. truth with her. That could have been something she just said to make those oh people feel better.
1: I'm trying not to but, spoil for this man and let him come to his own conclusion. 13 I'm setting the stage it. the way they said it. Okay. Brian, I'm sorry. All right, Brian just watched 27 just years, watching. man. You got you to take this. You got to take this spoiling crap from this man. I'd
5: drive down to his
1: house and kick him in the pinky toe,
5: but. And, and, and you know, Travis will say stuff on the on the uh, the VIP. If anybody, by the way, who's listening to this still after all this time and hasn't gone VIP yet, uh, please go um, you know, support Trav and Cameron and Rich on the uh, VIP side for the torch. Um, you know, I, Trav, how you say it, Brian Austin ain't going to do shit. What? D- see, the, the I'm, a, I'm just going to hit you maybe three times. But, see, the thing I'm worried about is the hockey stick afterwards is what I'm worried about with you. See, I'm going to gimmick the hockey stick, so you're going to try to swing it, and it's going to flow. Mm-hmm. Well, or I'm going to gimmick you know, up the hockey it. stick or something like that. So when he swings it, it's going to fall <laughs> apart or something.
2: Oh, man. Um I don't like Brian so, paying um, attention and all my knowing all my tactics and shit. Mm-hmm. I done gave too much away over the years.
5: <laughs> I can't
2: surprise nobody.
5: <laughs> um Oh shit. So the, before we end on the wrestling topic and um mm-hmm. Craig, you need to stay off Twitter or um yeah, Craig, just stay off of Twitter. Let's just leave it like that with Craig. Um, okay. so um, Craig's been drinking. Well, and uh that's a let's well, hold on. Where's the other, where's the breaking news um um, sound effect <laughs> Oh my god.
2: Wow. I mean I give
0: yeah. so
2: Breaking News, Craig had a drink. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Spicy.
5: Um, so in uh, on a wrestling note well, I got... And I will uh, send you gentlemen an email uh, Only a couple topics for this email And I hope you both have a real good night I don't think yeah. you talked about this And I, you know, I was on a little bit earlier um, When uh, Cam was on And I watched a little bit of the Facebook stuff And I went out to uh, get some dinner and stuff So I just dialed back in not too long ago But did you talk about um, James Elford Challenging Aldis for the uh, NWA title at all?
0: <laughs>
5: oh <laughs> no. That was on the latest episode yeah, that was on the latest episode of uh, Fifteen Pounds of Gold. So, if you two gentlemen want to talk about that, to me, it's the you know it's, uh, I'm glad Joe and James Elworth is still cashing you know those checks. And I don't like how the well I want you to talk about it. I like about how you know hey he's got you know two wins against a, uh, a WWE champion and how he's you know those kind of things. So I like how he's still cashing those those checks. in. so if you want to talk about, a little bit about James Elworth, the NWA title, and all this, and his you know I mean I'm um, Richard Moore. Well, versed in especially, and I am about independence and stuff like that. About If you want to talk a little bit about all oh, this is, you know, 20, was it 20 title defenses in 60 days or something like that? If you want to talk about that a little bit as well, uh, please do. I'll hang on and listen. Have a real good night. Thanks a lot, guys.
2: Appreciate it, Brian. Always a
5: pleasure, my man.
2: Um, I mean, what's more to say than, you know, you know when, you know, Ellsworth challenged. <laughs> All this to the title that he's not gonna win it. And, you know, it's good that he can challenge a guy and get a buzz and get people talking and you know get us talking about it here. That's uh that's a definitely a plus. So I mean, I'm happy for friend. him as
6: long as he don't lose his job.
5: Um.
2: And as far as the NWA, I mean, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Um Yeah, good thing, you know, Tim Storm's not the champion anymore. Nick all this is definitely a better just just eye test. You know, he's not an old man who can't
1: oh, move his body. No. Nah. What? Okay. Okay, they got me. Alright, Mike in Brooklyn and Brian, between the two of y'all, you got me. I gotta see this match. I gotta see this match. What match? He came out. I just sent you the video for the match for Aldis versus Elwood. I got to see this match. Because my man came out. He sure enough did come out in his, like, some ball shorts and a long overshirt and told Nick Aldis, any man with two hands got a fighting chance. But before he finished, got a fighting chance. He straight up socked that man in the eye and then ran out the ring. Uh.
2: I forgot you. I, I didn't check any of this stuff. I'm looking at Chapo Trap House. What was that again?
1: Yeah, Chapo uh, Trap House. American yeah.
2: Apologies. Oh, oh. Uh, the, the show. Podcast. Uh, wait a second. Chapo Trap House.
0: Let's That's bullshit.
2: East Coast Cast doesn't have a fucking Wikipedia page.
1: We can make one. Well, fuck that.
2: Somebody should have already. Uh, should
1: have if one. somebody wants to make it, if someone wants to make the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast uh, Wikipedia page before Travis blows a gasket next week, nah, you're nah, welcome to nah. do so. Don't make shit. Put putting it on Twitter. Don't
2: make shit.
1: Put it on the it's street. Cool. Travis this Bryant, the cool. first African-American wrestling columnist by the acclaimed Melby Award-winning pro-wrestling torch editor-publisher. Mm-hmm. Should be the Bryant Award for ethnic excellence, but that's for a different week.
2: I haven't seen as many white people in my room, in one room since my juggalo days. Where's Steve? Is he at a wrestling show or a concert? He's at a, He's
1: concert. At a concert with the misses. Yeah, it's a Valentine's Day concert. Mm. Cam front for the for the Gram. Okay, let me see
0: this. So it'd be Flair, Steamboat, Race, All This,
5: Ellsworth.
2: <laughs> Flair, Steamboat, Boat Race, All This, Ellsworth.
6: He must be a former world champion or beaten to 400. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love this stipulation. Like, hey, I beat AJ three
2: In 12 hours, becomes a full second, and I somehow become NWA world champion and carry the 10-pound weight.
5: There's anywhere where
0: two hands
2: any bread.
1: <laughs> Whatever.
0: <laughs> no hey,
1: you got me to watch a match. I watched that watch. I watched that match once. Oh, it already happened? No, it's going to happen. We okay.
2: All right, let's, uh, let's wrap things up with, uh, I think Derrell wants to talk to us. he got his hand down, but
6: let's go. So he's got this. his hand down, don't force that, man. Yeah, I hear oh, yelling strong arm him. him. Oh. Yeah, we'll see you guys. Shit
4: going to yeah, you strong on
6: me, on. I just wanted to say what's up, you
4: guys, man. I'm out here holding this stuff, listening to y'all
6: talk. Clanging and banging. Oh, all right. So, yeah, clanging
4: about? and banging.
2: Oh, I think he was
1: done. Darrell handling business. Um,
2: I
6: know.
1: I saw your I saw your manifesto on Valentine's Day, Darrell. You you're too real for Twitter right now, man. You're too real for Twitter.
2: And three, three, seven. And I see somebody down there from south- southwestern Louisiana, but they don't Ooh, have my handle. So yeah,
1: three, don't, three, don't force seven. somebody in the street, man.
2: Oh, all right. I guess that uh whatever else we got we can talk about we can save it for uh, for VIP. Uh anything um a little teaser what we're going to talk about any topics you want to cover over there?
1: Well, let me before we get off here, let me look real quick and see what came out this week. There might be something we can read and just yeah. have a little chat about. Well, um, yeah,
2: definitely got to read this damn Rise of the Black Panther by uh, uh, uh his name Evan Evan Narcissi since we're going to be damn yeah. interviewing him tomorrow cams like oh I got 10 questions for for Evan I was like oh he's got 10 more than me
4: <laughs> see. see so
2: yeah I never prepare for shit like this it's probably a detriment but I like the, the pressure of you know
1: well, that means he's got he a, st- a style of questions and you're going to have your own style. As long as you come in and you're asking questions, I think that'll be fine. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. that we can talk about because it's all like, nah, there's nothing really that we both read.
2: Yeah, there was only two things, I think probably Falcon and Supergirl that, that I that's in my pool this week. Um... Yeah. So, all right, I'm sure something will come up, and we'll talk about it. So uh, until next week, for you free folks, we'll be by then. Uh, you VIP members, just uh, click over. Rich and I will be back in just uh,
4: just a sec here
2: for the VIP. And by a sec, what are you, what are you thinking, Rich? Um, I mean, if think?
1: Ryan gets us in time, we can, what, like 40 minutes? We can be, like, quarter to ten, because we can knock this out quick. All right. was that, that too much? Okay. No. Yeah, so like a half hour. Yeah, half hour, 40 minutes. But that'll give me time to grab dinner real quick and uh, figure out what Trey is doing downstairs. All right.
2: Just send me a text, and uh, I'll be ready. All right. Cool.